everybody and welcome to the 86th No Filter Podcast. My name is Kyle Metz. Daniel Botello. Nate Miller. And Sam Warner. Hey. <laughs> Hope everyone <laughs> right. is doing great out there. <laughs> Did you, you guys like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah like you were like almost at the SNL guy. Right. But I, I, wanted, I wanted to go, go full Okay, I have a question uh, for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. This when you drive... Do you do it with your fly up or your fly down, zipper down? Why would you drive with your zipper down? It's the kind of day it's going to be. Um, I just want to uh, fly up unless I didn't notice that my fly was okay. down. Because <laughs> I drive pretty much constantly with my fly down because I need to adjust sometimes. It's hard when you're wearing jeans. Do you really? I've I don't like sitting on my balls. No, I mean like you. Uh, you're not. Lying. No, I'm not you joking. In the least bit, like literally, my, fly my down. when I when I get out of the car, I like get my keys, put them in my pocket, step out of the car, zip up, and then we'll go around. You don't even zip up. Maybe before you, get you out should. Of the car, bro. <laughs> maybe you should no, stop wearing g-string underwear. Yeah, why is your? Well, I like the way the lace feels. Are you just constantly moving? Are you kink shaming me right are now? Are you wearing like tight pants? Nate, I know Nate, your balls aren't that big. What year is it? I'm trying to. I'm not kink shaming you. I really. What what year is it? Don't want to ride in a car with you ever again. <laughs> That's fine. How are you? How are you doing, Have I ever Sam? given you a yeah, ride? Yeah, yeah. Let's, oh, let's jump good. into catch I'm up. I'm yeah. good, actually. I feel I have my coffee. I like actually got a good night's sleep, which is very rare for me. Uh, we can get into why later, but your uh, fly is down. I definitely my fly is up. I, it's up when I podcast, down when I drive. Gotcha. Um, but uh, I got home early last night from the old job. <laughs> Okay. The old Great job. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Great I'm actually story. feeling really good. Cool. Nice. Good. You, it, that, it wasn't a story. You asked me how I felt, and I told you. Yeah. You're right. I feel really I'm attacked right now. Good. I feel like I, I, I opened up the dialogue to try to get an interesting topic going and for you guys to give your nuanced opinions, and I'm just getting attacked for what I believe. I've just never heard that your side of that opinion before, so I'm, I'm thank you for sharing that. I mean, you have, you you know, Sam, you know you have free speech here to say whatever you want. And I thought there was no filter, guys. also no filter. have free speech to roast you for it. That's, yeah, that's true. We all have free goes. speech here, yeah. Uh, me, on the other hand, I have had quite oh the boy. night and morning. Um, this better be a good story. You've hyped this up so much. <laughs> I hope it is. Um, so last <laughs> night I went to a, uh, a Kings hockey game. Uh, hockey is a very fun sport for all of you out there that don't know what hockey is or never been to a game. You should go. Um, but uh, I dropped uh, my friends off at their place. I went and got a drink at this te- tequila bar, mezcal bar. I don't know. I got a drink and I'm walking back to my car with my friend, go to turn my car on and it doesn't start and I'm upset. Now, do you have one of those breathalyzer things in your car? I do not. Okay. No, okay. no, not yet. Not yet. I've not gotten my DUI yet, um, but I, I keep trying to turn it on. I can't. And my friend's like, you know, I have AAA. I'll call. I was like, dude, I have AAA. I'll call. Um, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that yet. So I keep trying and I keep trying probably like 10, 15 times. I'll wait like three minutes, try it again. Finally, I get out of the car because I'm like, let me pop the hood first. I don't know how cars work, but I know that people normally pop the hood when something's wrong. Um, and I thought well, I that's could. That's where the car is. That's where the car is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought I, I could do that. I could put my hands on my hips and I could figure something out. Um, so I go to look up 
like I have a question for you. Yes, answer. So you don't know anything about cars? You never like, no. Your your dad never I, like showed you car stuff. No, what dad? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, he never showed me any car stuff. Uh, I always thought it was funny that I didn't know how to do like these things, um, and now now it's just it's gotten to the point where if like I got a flat tire or like in that instance I just laugh at myself because I'm like Wait, so you should. don't even know how to change a flat tire. No. Boy, you're not prepared for the world. I know. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I could probably manage it, but I wouldn't really trust. I wouldn't back myself. To yeah, exactly. Tire. I wouldn't put I money mean, on yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, no. Really. Anyway, yeah. I mean, anyway, anyway. I can, but like, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna enter a competition to do. Yes, it exactly. If it's if yeah. it's if it's ba- like call or change a flat tire or call AAA. So here I am. Dollars to donuts and call AAA. I open the hood and there's a homeless man like ten feet Under away from me. <laughs> Under the hood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, no wonder <laughs> car won't start. And. Uh, and I was like, okay, what's up, man? And he's like, it's probably the spark plugs. And I was like, cool. Wow, sounds <laughs> I was very like, reliable. Yeah, I was this, like, wait, okay, me, hold on, hold on. Let me let me slow down yeah. real fast. So all we know right now is your car won't start. Car won't start. You pop the hood. I pop the hood. It could literally be anything. It at could this be point, anything. But this guy, this his guy, hunches, his hunches, probably the spark, spark plugs. plugs. Well, did yes. you, wait, did you start it? I mean, like, did you try it? What, what did he watch you try to start? Yes, the yeah. He was standing there okay, the whole time. So there's a He's lot more He lives on the street. Maybe I was at his street spot. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. He says it's probably the spark plugs. I'm like, cool, man. Uh, and I'm like, spark plugs? Like, trying to find them? And I'm like, I think these are how the spark scared, plugs. How scared of him were you, I be honest? These are the spark uh, plugs. I wasn't that scared. I had, I I had a Tecate in my system. <laughs> so, so I was on that strength, you know, that Tecate strength. And uh, he's like, it's probably the spark plugs. And I'm like, do you want to come help? That's how scared I wasn't of him. Okay. So he comes over, and he pulls out a knife. And then I go, oh, shit. <laughs> and he grabs the spark plug like the negative takes it off. He's like, you just got to take off the corrosion. Like there's probably just a lot of corrosion on this. And I'm like, okay. And he's like getting after, he's like, you see this silver. I used to teach my boys this, like my boys and I, we used to do this all the time. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to hear your life story right now, man. Um, this is two weeks in a row that Kyle's told a story and he looks like a complete dick. I just don't, I just really, hey, I man, thanks for the help, but can you just shut the fuck <laughs> up and no, my car no, for free? No, my car, please. <laughs> no, I ended up paying him because let me get to the story. Um, he puts it on and now it won't fit because his knife fucking expanded it. Uh, and he goes, don't worry. I used to also do this with my boys back home. Takes out his cigarettes, takes a piece of paper and like shoves it in there. And I'm like, that's not going to light on fire or anything. He's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not going to light on fire. He's like, try it out. And he like kind of puts his hands up in the air. As <laughs> like he, he's he like LeBron a god. James it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I go to turn it on. It doesn't start. And he goes, what? And I go, hold on. Give me a second. And I just like take like a deep breath. I turn it and it works. And then I paid him like 20 bucks. Um, and I was like, thank you so much. Gave him a hug. And washed my body when I got home. Oh, oh man, he's a human being. What's had, your friend do during all what this? Uh, he was just chilling. Um, he he your was like, also he, not have a dad or no? He has a dad. His parents are divorced. Um, fun fact about him. Weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. But yeah, then my car didn't start again this morning, so I almost didn't make it here. And I popped the hood, and I just looked at it for a second. I closed it. Tried it and it worked. <laughs> I was like, I think I just need to pop just the hood. Remind it. Yeah. Who's the boss? Um, yeah, but that was almost really upsetting and scary because I was like, dude, I just want to get home. It's like 1 a.m. I'm gonna have to wait for AAA to get a tow truck down here. I already locked my keys in my car earlier this week, so now that's like my second <laughs> AAA thing. I'm it's not good with cars. <laughs> anyway, that's my catch up. <laughs> um, All right. Well, um, 
<laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened to me this Dope. week. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, we filmed our thing. You were in oh, the first yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Kyle has this idea for a show that is. Do you want to talk about this now? Or? You got to talk about it. I mean, it, uh, fuck him. It's my catch up. I know, but it's his intellectual property that you're spoiling. Barely. <laughs> I, Do whatever Ballard the fuck you want. You guys didn't invite so me anyway. <laughs> Look, So man, it's basically like NDA. debating movies while drinking. So like you oh, have to shit, start the game, like chug idea. a beer, and then like you get It's points. a simple idea. It's a very simple idea. I yeah. uh, completely smashed. I, I, I crushed the competition. We talked yeah. about Inception. I killed it. And then I won. And then the winner gets the... You, you get the most. Points. Get the most points. You get points and then for the winner. Wait, it's like a trivia. No, no, no. 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 The, you just don't worry about it, bro. Well, you wait to see it. It's like around the horn, but with okay. movies. But with movies, okay. And drinking, I get it. Yeah. And then the winner gets to act out. Do you get more <coughs> points for drinking more. No. no. Okay. No. Who are you? Maybe okay. if you let us explain, you this wouldn't have really so many great questions. Promo for the show. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you. Um, he said, wait, don't tell me, don't talk too much about the show. Hey, can you tell me every detail yeah, about the show? Yeah, right? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to mess with his intellectual property? No. Well, now okay. we're getting into it. Let's just do it now. Um, I'm just saying then when you win. You win. But both the contestants at the end, they act out the iconic scene from that movie. Uh-huh. But if you win, you get to pick which role you play. Cool. So, of course, I chose Leo. And we did the scene Classic from Inception Leo guy. where it's like the ledge before she jumps. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you haven't seen it by now. Yeah. That's um, your own damn Anyway, problem. whatever. That was like one day of my week that wasn't even that great. Sweet. Okay, <laughs> fuck you. Fantastic. I thought it was a fun um, day. Other than that, I've been really sick and I'm almost better. I should be better hopefully like tomorrow, I feel like. Same. I'm and then sick too. I leave for my road trip on Monday. So this will be my last shit. episode for a good chunk of episodes. Thank God. Will be sans Danny Bots. Don't say thank God. I'm I'll sorry. murder you. You couldn't it's even Ash fucking Wednesday. start your car. Thank Shut Jesus. Up. Without I'm a, I'm a homeless man that you then berated on your podcast the next morning. No, I said he was a great guy. You said he was smelly. I didn't say he was smelly. You <laughs> said you washed your body after you gave him a hug after he helped you. Yes, because he's homeless. You would do the same thing. Uh, I mean, Nate. I probably wouldn't give him a hug. Oh, I gave him a hug because I was worse, grateful. Nate. You wouldn't give him a hug? That's a human being. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'll give him twenty bucks. I'll give him a dap. I'm not. I'm not. And then would you, a and then would you wash your hands after that? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. Dude, you people are cold. I know. You wouldn't yeah, wash your hands over here. Okay. You wash your okay. Hands? How much time do you guys spend around homeless people? Also, how do you know he was homeless? Oh, I knew he was homeless. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, but you get a vibe. <laughs> oh wait, so a vibe? It wasn't like. And a look, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, to, in Kyle's defense, it was one a.m. in downtown. Like, I swear, I'm not this judgmental. Kyle's there; he's not homeless. There's, you can tell when someone's homeless. I think y'all are uh, judging the book by its cover. I felt bad for. I did judge the book by its cover, but I felt bad for the guy because when he was telling me about his boys, I didn't want to hear it because I didn't want to yeah, care this much about sad. the person. Yeah, 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 it was making me sad. It did wasn't, he specify his boys were his sons, or was he talking about like could be like yo, I used to teach my boys this the, all the, the time? No, it wasn't <laughs> like my boys. Like it was his, like it was like my boys that like, like boys. I that like I don't get to see anymore because I you are, live here in you LA. Do you? Did that, he tell you this? All right. That's what I got from the that's You are the vibe. filling in a lot of blanks in this guy's story. I am, and it made me sad. <laughs> I'm sad again. <laughs> this guy, he was like, he never sees his kids anymore. They have a bad relationship. All this guy did was fix your spark, maybe fix your spark plugs, if that was even the problem. He let me drive for another day. He was a nice man. There you go. 
wherever he is. Did you even get his name? No, he didn't. Oh get, my god. He didn't, he didn't get mine either though. So anyway. it's mutual. His name is Homeless Man. Anyway. He, he was a hero. He was a hero. Done that out. I swear I'm not a dick. Nate, how are you? <laughs> Nate, how I'm you doing? Doing okay. It's my birthday this week. Hey. Yay. I made it. Yeah. You did it. Pretty much. Good job not dying another year. Cool. That's about it. Cool. Sweet. Great. Good to hear. Awesome. Nice. Super fun. <laughs> now <laughs> we've had someone sitting here very patiently. Uh, and I guess I will introduce him. Yeah, go ahead. It'd be weird if you didn't at this point. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So this is a really, really good dude. We work with him. His name is Brett Sicarillo. Did I pronounce that correctly? No, it's Chicarillo. Chicarillo. Did you actually think you were saying that right? <laughs> I, well, as I was saying it, I realized I've never said his I've last never, name out loud I've or never heard tried, it. Yeah. I so. usually I usually just say yes, just because. Well, no, but yeah, it's but easier. But it's Chicarillo. It's Chicarillo. Nice it's Italian. Italian. Yeah, no, totally. That last cool. name is cool Sicarillo, though, if you know. What I'm oh saying. my god. <laughs> You're a funny guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> that homeless man. I love that story. Yeah. What'd you think of that story? Uh, that's a good story. Thank you. Just wondering what your opinions are on me being a dick. Honestly, we already know. We, <laughs> we just said he works with us. I mean, you know, you could have probably been nicer. To I could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. You know, this is why we're. You gave him a hug though. That's nice. I yeah. did. Yeah. None of these fools would give him a hug. Exactly. Yeah. I, I probably would have. I probably would have. I've been defending hands. this guy's honor for the past like <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. Did you've kissed him. Yeah. With, with tongue. If he wanted it, of course, consent. Even if he didn't. Oh, be like, Jesus. I'll fix your, I'll fix your car, but it you got to make 2019. out. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I'd be like, please just get me home. Um, Brett. So, tell us about yourself. <laughs> uh, Myself. Well, Sam. Didn't quite touch on it in your intro, but you are. Uh, I did a terrible you job. You are a server. You were a host at one point. You were a buster at an expo at one point. You were also a supervisor. You also brew for our company. You're are you you are home brewer as well, right? You're a renaissance. I'm sort of? starting home brewing, cool. gathering the materials. So you're, the most you're a jack of all trades. In well around in terms of the restaurant, yeah, I would say in terms of restaurant, I've done almost every but could position. You just, could you like tell us? You know, a, a brief little maybe journey of kind of the stuff you've done. All right. I've, uh, I mean, the, the first restaurant job I had was uh, when I was living up in, in Portland, Oregon. And it was a, a combination movie theater and like restu- bar restaurant. Um, and, you know, I was uh, I started doing their I started there as uh, like their graphic designer. Um, but they weren't paying me enough money. So I was like, can I just be a server or a bartender and, and make tips? And they said, yeah, sure, why not? And so I was like running their projection booth, doing their graphic design, and then I was also like serving bartending uh, part-time and everything there. Um, that was your first serving job? Yeah. So How was that, just like jumping into it? It wasn't bad. It was, you know, now working at, a, I think, a more set-up restaurant. It wasn't, the people who ran it, didn't, they knew how to run a movie theater because they were, it was an art house theater. And um, they were filmmakers. The, the guy who owned it, he lives in Mexico. Um, and so he knows how to run a movie theater and run a business, but they did not know how to run a restaurant. Like everything was set up like ass backwards. Um, but the people were really nice. Like I stayed there, I stayed there for three years because I just, I love the crew. Like we'd all hang out. We'd go uh, every, every night after work, we'd get off, we'd go play pinball at this one bar. Um, if, if any of you don't know, I'm, I'm a huge pinball nerd. I was about to say, nerd. I was like, <laughs> <"Bro>, <laughs> was a pinball wizard, bro. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we just, we just go there, we hang out, we play pinball and then we, you know, we'd watch movies. We, they'd let us, um, 
come in late at night because uh, I'd had I had access to all the the projectors and everything like that. We'd um, have parties and like Dude, my buddy would bring his Xbox and we set up and we oh, play yeah. Halo. Nice on, 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 the big screen. on the big screen. It was uh. so dope. Um, and was it like a uh, was it? Was there like a separate bar restaurant area or was it the places that you like order, you know? Yeah. So it was like it, they come bring you like a glass of wine or whatever while you watch a movie. It was both. So we oh, had we had like a concession stand where people would order food if they're going in the theater mm-hmm. and they we could get them wine or beer or whatever uh, or any kind of cocktails. Um, we also had a a sit down area where people, or, or the bar if people were just like before their movie wanted to hang out and just you know, have a meal or people come in, would come in in the daytime and they'd just be like on their lunch hour and they'd want to watch a movie or something like that. And they just have a fucking beer and it'd be, it'd be dope. Yeah, that restaurant kind of started that whole bars in the movie theater thing. I feel like they were one of the first, I think them yeah. and, and Alamo, mm. uh, Alamo draft mm. house. Cause Alamo that's like huge super now. Popular now. Yeah. yeah. And now all the, even like Regal and AMC are doing that. Yeah. yeah. We'd yeah. also, we'd also like if they, if like you were sitting down and you, your movie started, we would like take down your seat number cause it was, uh, we had, assigned seating um so we could like run your food in the movie theater run your drinks um it got really annoying when people wouldn't sit in their assigned seats like there are a lot of people who are like why well, do i have to sit in the assigned oh seats and then God. he'd be like you'd be in a dark theater the movie that's <laughs> running and he'd be like trying to find this person who ordered this goddamn panini um, and you're like you're and we had we you know we had like big cushy like lounge style chairs with footrests and everything so you're like you're carrying a tray of fucking martinis and 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 food and stuff like that and you're climbing over footrests and people in the dark asking like did you order the did you order the vodka martini did you order the vodka martini uh g19 and you know the people be like shut the fuck up i'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry you I'm shut sorry. the fuck up i got a panini here that would literally piss me <laughs> that went right off yeah we actually that. we had to start a, a policy not long after i started there of like after 15 minutes we would no longer like run the food in you they would, would have, have, to, come would have out. to come out and get it um, just because it was like people were just getting they just were they're just animals. People are animals. Well, hey, man, I mean, like <laughs> Avengers 4 is coming out. If I'm in a fucking Avengers 4 and I can't <laughs> fucking enjoy the movie because some dumb fuck who's supposed to sit next to me is sitting a row ahead of me. And then this other dumb fuck is like, hey, man, did you order this fucking martini? And I'm like, I don't drink martinis, motherfucker. I'm trying to watch Robert Downey Jr. kick some ass. I'd be pissed, too. But I'll take that martini. But, I yes, I'll drink that martini. Yeah. I feel like that you have, it has to be like a certain type of movie to go and see it there. Yeah. Like we maybe weren't, uh, you won't see Avengers in a... Yeah, we weren't. This is an art house theater. Yeah, we weren't yeah, yeah, showing. Yeah. I mean, cocktails. but I mean, but uh, but but like then that was our house place. But even now, like you can do that at you know most of like the places. I pick and like in Burbank and there's a couple of places getting, oh, really? now. I thought yeah. that, I thought they were still mostly because I've done that the same thing before, but still mostly like art house theaters or like that's even if they're part of a chain, they they those are the movies that they do. I've never gone to like see a blockbuster and been like, yeah, yeah, we'll come bring you a pizza and a beer. The yeah. first time I went to a place like that, that's I went dope. to I was in Chicago um, and I saw Suicide Squad and I sat down and it was like a nice theater. I think it was like an AMC. Yeah, I sat down and like it was like a normal movie theater experience. And all of a sudden this dude came up and like, hey, guys, my name's like John. I'm going to be your server. So and I was like, what? And he like, here's the menu. And he gave me like a BJ's like size menu, like pages and pages of shit that I could order. And he's like, yeah, just like, let me know. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking order anything from you. I'm trying to watch fucking Suicide Squad, man. Which, by the way, 
Shout out Suicide Squad. That's a piece of fucking garbage movie. <laughs> I think don't I, ever fucking. I think if you the Suicide seen Squad it, gets so much don't shit, and fuck I don't think it. it's that much different than any other superhero movie. It is. It's Super so movies. much what? worse. But yeah. what about? It's so bad. What about the next evolution of movie theaters where it's like sporting events where you're watching a movie and then this guy comes in and he goes popcorn. <laughs> popcorn I'd be here. down, dude. I'd be down. <laughs> We're baseball fans. I think. Yeah, I know. That. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Honestly, like in a really intense scene and it's like someone's like throwing press. Wait, I was gonna say if you're telling me I can be in the middle of watching Avengers four and then a dollar twenty five churro walks by and I can get one of those, dude. What kind of sporting up, events dude. do you go to? Dollar twenty five churro, that's amazing. Dude, when I was at Monster Jam a couple weeks ago, oh, like, there it is. Dollar twenty five churros. I didn't get any though. You should have. So yeah, dollar twenty five. Anyway, that's ridiculous. That was a funny. That yeah, was a funny I would joke get one to set. I like that. Yeah, that was funny. Sam. It's a, it's, there's a, it's a complicated reason. Very funny joke, Sam. I mean, honestly, the next evolution of movie theater is gonna be VR. That's true. Yeah, movie theaters are dying. But how do you, do, you, do, oh, how do, you do movie theaters? How do you do? A, isn't VR by definition like a very sing- solo experience? Uh, strapped no, to your they'll, face? What they'll probably do is, yeah, yes, when you go, you'll get a thing, but mm-hmm. they'll do like some type of mass projection that's essentially wireless, so that because you're within a proximity to whatever is processing that amount of like, it's, Ooh, it ha- yeah. it would, and it would have to be like a higher quality VR yeah. than what people already have. Would you still, on. would yeah. you still be able to hear people laugh? Cause just, no, that's why I go see probably. comedies and movie theaters. Well, here's what I think is going to happen is it's going to be, you're not going to get to go anywhere. You're going to be in your home and uh, just just like how you people. with other people you 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 oh, you God, go into a lobby sense. with your friends you're like oh there's this oh. movie we want to watch and you all watch the same say. movie and you can be it's like that that VR chat uh yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen that yeah. that game or I don't know if it's game that yeah. experience but you're all in the same you can talk to each other you can look around you can see each other each other's avatars but you can also you're watching that the movie and everything at the same time that sounds better because i was gonna say if you thought it was annoying interrupting a movie to try and give someone a martini now you're gonna have to interrupt someone while they're fucking no no I, 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 I was just about to say <laughs> like excuse I, I me did you order this vodka martini <laughs> he's like oh lick your lips i'm almost there <laughs> who keeps pausing the movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm almost done they used to have something like that um yeah, Pee Wee Herman went on there. Netflix. Wait, not that. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> to go back to the uh, sharing video stuff, uh, Netflix used to have a thing like on Xbox where you could do like a party and invite people, and it would even make like a little like screening room that you could like you sit could see in the with back your of little, your avatars. Yeah, and yeah. Then you could like watch the movie and like. I remember chat. that. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you're onto something. That would be interesting. They got to do something. Um, but I think also just like how everything is cyclical, once once it really fully like dies, then and then just the little niche like yeah. places that are like still playing film and stuff, exactly. Yeah. It'll start to be more of a thing, like vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Um, vinyl bookstores. Uh I think that yeah, like there's a definite hunger for people to have shared experiences. And I see that like VR would probably like for a lot of people would be a cool novelty, but I don't think the idea of like going out and sharing an experience. I mean, this is coming from someone that probably sees like two movies in the theater a year. So. Oh, I got AMC stubs, <laughs> the gold <laughs> pass. I can right. see. We went off on a wild. Thank you for I'm uh, o- bearing with us. I'm okay with that, listeners. but I, I do want to give Brett a fair chance to. So you you did the movie thing. The movie thing. You were you you finagled your way into being a server, which by the way, I think great job. One of the yeah. better uh, server hiring job in. stories yeah, that yeah. we've yeah. heard so yeah, far. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, so what uh, what happened after that? Whatever. Um, uh, yeah, so after that, I, uh, my girlfriend moved down 
uh, here to LA, um, and she's weird flex, but okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, I cool, get it, man. I, I get, get it. it. It's a pretty cool flex. You date. He's got a girlfriend. He's pretty <laughs> cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a late bloomer. Okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Sam um, also has a girlfriend, so yeah. I'll convene I mean, I also, you think I'll that's cool. I, I'm not saying it's also I'm jack off six cool, times a day. So. <laughs> Yeah. If you notice, they're sitting on the same side of the table. Yeah, yeah. Get, come mm. over here, guys. Water's fine. No, nah, I'm good. Are you? <laughs> are you good? I'm doing great. Well, I was a lot better a couple months ago, but uh, thanks for breaking it up. You brought it up. Um, no, but actually, I didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> we like you, Brett. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, this I'm is my show now, guys. Yeah. Welcome to the Brett No Filter Podcast. Yeah. Um, no, I, so I, I, I really didn't want to leave that job, and I was like, I actually waited about a year because I was like, I just want to save up money and everything, but I like, I really don't want to leave there. Don't want to leave all the people I knew, um, and so she got down here and um, found a place in Valley Village. She was uh, looking for like editing jobs. She got some job at Beverly Hills, serving at a, a Nespresso, like one of their first nice. like coffee shops. She hated it. I love Nespresso. Client, the clients shop. were so horrible. Yeah, Beverly Hills I can, I can was imagine. like. Um, and then, then I moved down and I like, I could not find a job. I don't know why for like eight months. Um, <laughs> don't mind us. <laughs> so yeah. natural. I'll, I'll, just, I'll block you out. I'm going to concentrate. But I, yeah, I couldn't find a job and I was like, I was applying everywhere. Like I, I kept going to these like fucking restaurants where it was like, uh, group interviews and stuff like that and like i hated those those ones yeah and like it just like it felt so impersonal and i went to one at um before i knew that arclight cinemas was owned by scientologists i went to it it is yes what (laughs) no hot take right here you can't do there's a no. lot of things in LA you can't do if you want to like not just be cool Scientologists it's just as crazy as everybody else man it's no. Ash Wednesday it's way crazier uh, it's so much crazier bro. I love Arclight um, I've seen too many documentaries yeah so I went I went to an interview with the, the one Catholic in Sherman Oaks they do well, no about uh, Scientology I've never seen any about the Catholic rabbi. <laughs> slow down Judaism is the only true religion <laughs> the Messiah kidding. will retake the temple all, anyway it's Brett all, it's all for jokes yeah, so I was in this. It was another stupid group interview. It was the Arclight at Sherman Oaks, um, and they would like you know they they'd pair you up and you'd have to like do these stupid like um, server scenarios or something oh. like where you'd be like you know you'd be the customer and you you know I want to order blah blah but I have all these blah 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 allergies and and I have you know blah, you know you have to like you, they they give you a fake menu and you gotta be like oh yeah I can help you out here and they just like and then they ask you to tell like your life story and stuff. And I feel like there were a lot of actors that were in the group and stuff. And there were a lot of very charismatic people. And yeah. I was like, when I'm in a group of people, I don't know. when I first met for the first time, I'm, I'm not going to be the person who's just going to be like, what's up guys? Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a Scientologist, but you know, I started, I'm like, <laughs> I'm <a> <laughs> <Zenu>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's why I didn't get the job, but, uh, I didn't show my card at the, uh, at the beginning, but yeah. they, they cut me after like the first round or whatever. Um, you know, it, it kind of felt like what I hear like auditions are like. Um, and when we say your name, step forward. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Basically, they're like Brett. Like, you, 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 and you can stay. The rest go out in the hall. I'm like, okay. But then, like, I asked the interviewer. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm just looking for some feedback on you know what you thought of me. Why you know? Because I was like pushing the fact that I worked at a movie theater that was also a bar and restaurant because ArcLight has that. I wanted you know I'd, I'd done bartending. Like I wanted to work. I didn't want to work like behind the concession stand or the ticket counter. I wanted to be in their like dining area. 
Um, and they said, you didn't check the Scientology box. They said, well, they're like, they're like, you don't seem to have, um, like you have too. they said you have too much experience, uh, and you might have some bad habits that we can't break or something like that. Like they tried to say you were like overqualified, like overqualified (laughs) for the job. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, whatever. (laughs) I'm like, thanks for the feedback. I mean, mean, honestly, to play a little devil's advocate, I could see it because I think that you might not. You say you don't like kind of be super outgoing when you first meet people in a big group, but I think that you are very self possessed and like you, you're like kind of just you're very sure of yourself. You strike me as very sure. So I could see them being like, oh, this guy's going to be like a bitch to like train. <laughs> yeah. Because like I, mean, I maybe, imagine yeah, maybe that be like, you weren't, you weren't, weren't, you weren't going to be convinced. Yeah. Uh, I imagine to join that the Arc has a pretty good, like a, like a very strict, like strict, like this is the way we do things. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that. I never, spin it positive. I never thought about it that yeah. way, but uh, that might be a better, a better way. Cause I was, but I was pretty down after that because I was like, I was running out of money. Yeah. I was dipping into my savings that I said I'd never dip into because it was like for retirement. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're and never gonna <laughs> retire, bro. You're a millennial. I know. We're not gonna retire. I know. Retire, what whatever. But anyways, it was. It was. We're gonna get retired by the robots. Yeah. It was <laughs> emergency money, you know. In case my yeah, car yeah, broke yeah. down or something, you know. Rainy oh, I get fun. that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's uh, my checking. Yeah. Kyle wishes he had one of those. Yeah. No, <laughs> I do, <laughs> and I'm like, when I take my car in, I know that it's gonna get very dipped into. Yeah. yeah. So just like it was like job interview after job interview, like no callbacks, no nothing. You know, I was I like went to a like a sport like a Fleet Feet sports shop, didn't call me back. Went to a like a pet grooming place, nothing. So you were trying um, ice an ice cream <laughs> shop, an ice cream shop that was from Portland and that like moved down here. They oh, opened up a second shop, Salt and Straw. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh dope. Like so, I went in like, hey, I'm from Portland, and, like cool and everything. And but yeah, I know like, I'm pretty Portland? sure I fucked up the interview because I said like, I don't know why I said it, but I said. Uh, that I had a, a couple of friends who worked at the, the Portland one, but I just meant that I like I've been to the Portland one, but I was like I think I was nervous, and so they're like oh who, and so I'm like fuck I can't go I can't go back on this now, so I'm like uh Jamie, and they're like oh Jamie so and so, and I'm like yeah oh god so then they called Jamie and he's like, <laughs> like who the fuck <laughs> Yeah, and I like I email, I emailed them just to be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I emailed them for like feedback, and they never responded. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's why. I like how you reach out for feedback. I've never done that before. I just, you know, I well, I, I usually do a follow up if I in an interview like a week yeah. later. I'm like, just you know, want to see where we're at. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I don't know. It was my mom told me that this is a good thing to do, but you yeah. know, I feel like interviewing the interviewing process and job application process has changed since our parents were. Getting yeah, jobs bro. and everything yeah. like that. Like yeah. my my dad literally told me when I first started looking for jobs, he's like he's like just go into the place and just just like talk to somebody. Like don't worry about the internet. But now it's like if you don't apply online, a lot of places are gonna be like, who fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah. When our parents apply for jobs, like wear a tie, go to the manager and give yeah. him a firm handshake, and you're gonna be hired. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> like some of that stuff like helps. Like it doesn't hurt. But I don't think it, it's it's definitely changed. It's yeah. And especially like where you're at matters too like there's just where i mean in in la where we live there's so many people and they're all looking for jobs so like the employer if you have if you're hiring you have like a pick of the litter so unfortunately that lets them treat people like shit And and i was thinking i've never the only one time that i experienced a group kind of interview like what you're saying was when I was interviewing to work at the movie theater and I, fr- I had like I completely forgot about that I had like repressed it but I remember like sitting out in the hallway with like a group of like six other people and I'm like what the fuck am I doing here <laughs> I, uh, I got the job I walked away from a group interview um like before I even walked in the room to be a valet in San Diego because I was like group interview fuck that 
and I had paid like ten bucks to park there and everything. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like it was a fucking I did it that way. I was like, I was like, I'm fucking out of here. I think I may have hit a car when I was packing oh out a little oh bit. God. What is wrong with God? You? I repressed that so hard. Wait, I'm so sweating. You, <laughs> you parked valet. At that interview? No, no, no. I was, oh, I was yeah, going to. I was gonna say you should have gone in there and you should be like, listen, <laughs> I've never done this before, but I just had your boy out there. I can definitely terrible. do this shit better than he just did. Wait, like, Kyle, and then he hits the car. I can't drive stick. Then you can't then valet. You can't no, <laughs> my buddy was a valet, and he said that wouldn't matter. That oh, I would just get. Is it the Jesus. same buddy that did nothing while you couldn't start your car last night? I don't. <laughs> no, no. That's why no. I don't valet because there's some guy in there like crank. Oh, gee, I don't never yeah. drove a stick before. Anyway. Your car's a stick ship? Yeah. Oh. You well, like, dude, he likes you to ride to update, stick, bro. It's real men, real men ride stick. Like a stick shift. Yeah. My dad's... And we have girlfriends. My car's dead. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> Correlation. Andrew both from Northern California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My North dad Cal's actually... Right. He never... My dad never admits when he made a mistake. But the other day we were in the car and he used to have a stick shift and he went back to automatic and he was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stick, uh, automatic is just not as fun. Driving a stick is way better. I'm not know, trying to have fun. No, I'm trying to stay work. alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have plenty of fun driving an automatic. No. Getting so, from A to B. It's trash. So you're trying to find this job. Yeah. So I was desperate. My friend who lives up in Lancaster said, hey, I have a cousin who works at, uh, there's that's one of the souvenir shops in in Hollywood and called Lala's. It's that big fucking. It's got yeah, right by the Chinese, right by the Chinese yeah. theater. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. one. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I can get you a job probably. And I was like, you know, what would it be? And he's like, he's like, I don't know. I mean, like, he had a lot of great. experience, so you know, he's like, maybe something in the back office. I'm like, oh, that's fine, that's cool. Um, so I show up to the interview and I'm like talking about like all my computer skills and stuff like that, and they're just like kind of staring at me, and I'm like. Uh, and they're like, yeah, what we're really looking for is someone on the floor to like help people find stuff in the store. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right. I mean, as long as you know, I could like possibly move up after a while. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see. So uh, I show up the first day, um, and whoever was supposed to show up, like with the keys, didn't show up, and like uh, the store is locked. And so it's like 9 a.m. or something. I'm sitting there in front of the store with all these like all these other employees. Uh, by the way, I biked to Hollywood. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was about to ask, like, how'd you get there? <laughs> so I biked over like the Hollywood hill, over the pass, yeah. Um, down Coenga, you know, with all those fucking people going to Hollywood, just flying by at 65 miles an hour. That was a fun experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm sitting in my, in my like, cycling outfit, you know, so the tights and everything. Yes. And all these people who don't Cliff know bar? me. Cliff Bar? Sponsored by Cliff Bar? Sponsored by Cliff Bar. Staring at me like, who the hell are you? And I'm trying to be friendly, but, uh, you know, again, this is all these people I don't know, so it takes me a while to warm up to them. And you're in your biking uh, and outfit. In my, yeah, so. I mean, everything. And so then I go in, they give me, like, a shirt and everything. And they're, like, just, uh, they just introduce me to this guy. He's, like, okay, just stand here and just, like, walk from this area to this area. And uh, if anybody asks for anything, you know, let them know where it is. And I'm, like, this is my first day. I don't I know don't where know I don't know where anything is. And so like I have all these like and especially cuz most of the people shopping there were like German tourists for some right, reason yeah, at 9 yeah. in the morning. And so they're all trying to like explain to me like what they want and like um I you know one person I was man- I managed to find they they said they said LeBron James, LeBron James, hey, and I'm like, yeah, and your I'm like, boy, the king. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, this oh, must I'm have like, been a while ago. I'm like, oh, the jerseys, the jerseys are well. They had, they had all different kinds of jerseys. Sure, sure, okay, like, okay, okay. And it was, it was when he was back in Cleveland, because uh, it was a Cavalier jersey that they had. But there were all these sports jerseys. I'm like, oh, they're over there and everything. But then other people were like, yeah, I'm looking for these, like, you know kitschy keychains with the floaty things in them and i'm like i have no fucking clue and i'm like i walk walk to the back and i find another employee and i'm like yeah these people are looking for this thing and they're like it's over there and i'm like 
expected. Cool, bro. Cool. If anyone would tell me. Yeah. yeah. So then it was it was four hours of that of just standing around like doing nothing. Um. So I walked into their office and I gave them their shirt and I said, "This isn't for me." I'm like, wow, <laughs> really? Yeah. A one day. Uh, yeah, one day. That's the only time I've ever just like walked out on a job. One day, Brett? Um, one day. Not even a day. It was four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't take it. And they're like, you sure you don't want a night shift? It's a lot better at night. And I'm like, I'm sure I don't want a night shift. <laughs> um, yeah. So then my other, uh, my girlfriend's family friend uh, had a, a sister who lives out here. And she got me a job um, at, uh, can I say is that okay? No. 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 We'll believe that. Now you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when you were like, at, and I was like, what's he going to say? Anyway, it was at a coffee shop uh, at a very well known tourist location um, in LA. Uh, and I hated that job Roll too. Roll with it. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I hated that job. But like, you know. Um, You're a barista? Yeah, I was a barista for a while. Um, and at this point, I was going, sense. I was going to school. I went back to school for animation and everything. And I was like trying to, I was trying to get internships at animation studios uh, while I was doing that. So I wasn't really too concerned about, like, my job job. Sure. Um, Just something like, to pay the bills. Yeah, it was something that made, yeah. it made me money. It allowed me a bunch of free time to, to study and do stuff. Free um, coffee. Free coffee. A lot of free coffee. That's actually, I think, where I started really drinking coffee. Because I really didn't drink coffee before that. Really? Um, yeah. But then, like, uh, at, I started, like, you know, not finding a lot of work in animation and I found, you know, a few gigs here and there, but like nothing steady. And then like, I'm again, my, you know, I'm not making a lot of money. It was minimum wage and whatever tips you get at a coffee shop, it's all pooled. And so it's like 20 bucks over two weeks and it sucks. Gee. <laughs> and it's taxed, right? And it's, it's in your paycheck. Yeah. I remember that. And, and the owner of the store is a fucking asshole. I hated that guy. Um, he, he once yelled at me and, and told me, he told me to go home. Because I took uh, a roll of quarters and I banged it on the counter to open it, and he's like, "You're breaking my." He was he's from South Africa or something. So like, you're breaking my 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 counters or something. Like that. I'm like, great South African accent. Yeah, I know. I'm really good at accents. Um, <laughs> and you're like, bro, our guy should have hired you, bro. You're an actor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he would just do like weird shit like that. He would try to make people uh, not take breaks, um, you know, oh. and like. Yeah, the he's worst. like, that's really weird because the place you work, it was a coffee bean. That's like pretty corporate. Right? Yeah, but it was a franchise. so he. Could, oh, so it was just his it was just thing. His oh, thing. shit. All yeah, right, that makes sense. Um, and, and he like, and you know, so he had the gift shop and the coffee shop together and everything. And the gift shop employees were like under his thumb, like because he like made he, he would it was it was so bad. I felt so sorry for them because they were just like putting up with this shit. No breaks for working like eight hour shifts and stuff like that. And so when he like tried to do that to me, I'm like. I'm like, I'm going to go to the Department of Labor if you don't give me my break. Like, fuck you. Hell like, yeah. This is yeah. my right. <laughs> I am not the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure he, like, he had this program where he would, like, invite these, like, Russian high schoolers to, like, during the summer they would come and work for him. But they wouldn't, he, like, he wouldn't pay them, I don't think. And, like, he would just, like, he would give them, like, an apartment to stay in. Honestly, I, I, I don't know, but this sounds like an Israeli. <laughs> no, that's a big thing in, like, malls and stuff. Like, Israel, like Israeli teenagers and stuff will come over. They work, They actually make really good money. Really? Because oh. uh, everything, you know, it's, like, all goes in their pocket. I don't It might not be, but maybe what, what you're describing sounds very much like a Israeli mall. Yeah. They all seem people. They all seemed, he described it as an internship. I'm like, what internship is working as a barista in a coffee shop? <laughs> so they can open up a coffee bean in Moscow. Right? <laughs> they go yeah, back I guess. Home. Yeah, so I, I uh, so every, did that for a while. Did that for a while. Every once in a while, um, people who worked at my current job would come in to get coffee, and I'd try to talk to them about it and everything because I'd heard about their their beer and everything like that, and they were just down the way from where I worked. 
Um, and I was, you know, I'm always, I lived in Portland, always been into craft beer. Um, and then none of them, they always seemed, you know, not super into talking about their job while they're on break, which I understand and everything like that. Um, uh, but then one day, like, uh, my current boss, like walks in, I guess he'd forgotten to, he usually gets coffee from Seven Eleven, but he'd forgotten to get coffee that day. So he comes in and I'm just like shooting the shit just with ratted him out as a Seven Eleven coffee drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I mean, I think he's proud of it. Yeah, I think he is. I think he, All I'm I mean, saying it's is, a big, you, it's a big cup of coffee that he has. When you're right. drinking Seven Eleven coffee, it's because you, you need the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you need the most amount at the best value. And think about who we're talking it. about. He needs. The coffee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, what's your favorite beer that you guys have there? And he said stouts. I'm like, oh, I love stouts too. I started talking to him about uh, Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. Shout out to best beer in the best world. Best craft beer. It's really good one. Uh, I, mean, I got you a tall boy of that best last week. Russian or Imperial Stout. Or best yeah. Stout. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying best Stout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like, well, you know, you know, you know, you, you like beer and everything. I was like, yeah. He's like, just hands me his card. He's like, if you ever want some extra hours, like, come see me. And I'm like, cool. Uh, the next day, I was there in my bike outfit with my resume, <laughs> being like, hey, what up? Um, I also, I had been hol- holding out. I wanted to go up and drop my resume off for like six months, but there was another, a coworker of mine who worked at the coffee shop who had just moved over to that restaurant. Um, and I was like, is it kind of weird if I just like follow him to another right. job and like right down the way? And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, how it was like, he got it was hired. Like, it was like, yeah, it was Sean, 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 Sean yeah. Kitchen. Oh, Sean. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I thought he used to just work oh, at, I didn't know he used to work as a host. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, and I didn't realize. I guess to, I don't know because I knew he worked at he uh, and he and Kyra used to work at Element, or Element, Element, Hot Topic, whatever, bro. No, it was Element. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, is six months like long enough? Like, it was like a, it was like a, trying to decide whether you, whether you're ready to date after breaking up with somebody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what that's like, Brett. Tell me. Sorry, guys, gotta come sit on the side of the table. Maybe one day. I never. I, I usually say six months, but I just go right back into it. I'm a serial <laughs> dater. It's gross. Me um, too. Based so on my previous experience, <laughs> my, I generally go about seven years. And then <laughs> <laughs> I got a nice long drought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, needless to say, you you got the job. Yeah. So they hired me as a host, and I'm like, I was, you know, trying to see. I was like, is you got any? I mean, like, I'll do anything, but I'm like, you got any like server positions open or something? Because I'm like, I need to make some money. Um, they're like, well, you know, we always, we always promote from within, you know, everyone says the same thing and, but they, they, yeah, that's they, what they say right after that. They're like, they're like, I'm like, I asked them, what's the, the atmosphere of like working here? Um, and they're like, it's pretty cool. You know, we've had a good crew. We don't have a lot of turnover. And I'm like, there's the key word right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> you don't have a lot of team work, t- turnover, but you, team uh, over. but you team over, uh, you have teamwork, but not turnover. Uh, but you so uh, promote with promoting, from within. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm still in school, so I'll I'll, I'll stick with the hosting for now. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I mean, nobody wants to be a host forever. I mean, I don't. Unless, Talked about that unless, last week. Unless you're a mater, <laughs> unless you're a mater d at like some crazy place, where yeah, you're making yeah. like yeah, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year, then whatever. Um, fifty thousand ain't that much, homie. Okay, more than so about how much. Say, think about how much you make serving. Be, I would love to make a 50 piece. No, really? nah, no, I know. You it. don't? I no way. Close to that. No way. I guess uh, so. <laughs> I guess right. someone's buying lunch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you get? Eventually, did you just go straight to server? Or no, no. no I, so I, I went through everything. So I I started begging for busing shifts because um, I like I need I need some tips and everything I, I really what it was is I just like when I was hosting in the mornings and stuff like that I just 
like grab a tub. You're and busing anyway, yeah. Start busing yeah. stuff. And there's nothing else to do. So then they, sure. yeah, really, it's it's not much else. Um, and I thought I'd just help people out, you know, help the servers out, help the the bus expo out. Um, and then they just started they started scheduling me. Um, it was really weird because I got scheduled. My first shift was a morning bus expo, and I'm like, it's cool. I know how to bus, but I don't know anything about the food. I don't know how to yeah. expo anything. They're like, oh, you'll figure it out. This is before we had any all kind of any kind of training trainers or any kind of training regimen set up. Like yeah. we had that packet. So I was just like, you know, looking at the plates and like asking the kitchen, I'm like, is this is this together? Is this good? Send it out. You know, that day. Is this, is this good? Is this good? Is Please. It, you know, what I put on it? Like, you know, yeah. I sent out a togarashi tuna sandwich without any uh, ahi tuna on it. Nice. Um, I've done yeah. that. I've sent out tofu curry without <laughs> had to, tofu. Had to walk out there and be like, no, we, put, we forgot to put the meat on your sandwich. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Whoopsie. So uh, now everyone's going to know that where we work, we have fucking tofu curry and a stout. Might as well just say where we work. Guys. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Then, it, then it, you know, then after a while, I moved into, into serving and. Uh, um, haven't and looked back since. Haven't looked back, you know. Uh, then they buttoned you up. Well, then they, but, they buttoned me up. They buttoned <laughs> yeah. you up. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't then know you took it one step further. You took it serving one wasn't step enough. further. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm gonna own this company someday. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Hey, please, yeah. All right, Ryan. <laughs> that was an office. I got it. That was oh, an office. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> Ryan, the guy that does Ryan. dish. What's so he so play softball? I don't think he's trying to own the company. Well, Brett, I want to say that was a very great brief, uh, short. Explanation. <laughs> no, honestly, you can just uh, cut me off. No, honestly, no. I didn't want I to cut you off because I thought it was really good. It was really yeah. interesting. Um, you're, it's I cool think to you're hear a good your storyteller. Yeah, and I, you had some good a- anecdotes. I, I actually mean, really enjoyed. Arc Light doesn't think you're a good storyteller. No, I'm not yeah. lying. <laughs> if I, I, bro, but they're fucking whack. So <laughs> who cares, bro? Believe me, I would have cut you off if it was. And okay, and all right, so. Uh, but on that note, I, I did want to cut you off a little bit just because we do need to go into an ad break really quick. Um, so we'll do a quick break. We'll hear a word from our sponsors uh, and then we'll jump back into it uh, and we'll uh, we'll hit you with some some kind of questions for our next topic. Okay? Some cues. Uh, so we'll be right back. This week's episode of the 86 No Filter podcast is brought to you by Coasters. Yes, coasters. Think that all coasters are good for is keeping moisture off tables? Think again, you fucking child. Coasters are great for annoying a distant coworker. Too far to shout, just chuck a coaster at them. See a dangerous wasp flying towards an allergy-ridden child? Send that devil bee to hell with one accurate toss. Hate that one manager at your job? Let loose a salvo of flying cardboard during the rush and work at that location will never be a problem again. Coasters. More than just for drinks. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, that was a word from our sponsors. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Love our sponsors. Uh, we want to give a shout out to all of our listeners, uh, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Deezer, uh, MySpace, Napster. Thank you. We appreciate all of your follows, your subscriptions, your likes, your comments, your retweets. Please uh, share this with your friends. If you have other coworkers in the restaurant with you that you think they might uh, think some of our stories Hell, are funny. share this with your enemies. Please share that with them, too. <laughs> share it with a homeless guy that you treat like shit, even though he helped you start your car. Okay. Also, right, guys, let's not okay. relitigate this whole thing. <laughs> uh, thank you to Anchor for uh, hosting us uh, and sponsoring our podcast as well. 
And yeah, we again thank you to you guys, our listeners. Please, please hit us with mail and some questions. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, and we want your voices to be heard. So uh, please hit us with your questions. Please, please, <laughs> please. Let's <laughs> with your questions. I'm not gonna back <laughs> again. Uh, yeah. So getting back into our conversation, um, we kind of had some stuff that we wanted to talk about, then we went a different way, but. Um, you know, briefly we mentioned just at the end there that you you have made the jump to supervisor. You've so buttoned you up, do yeah. Supervisor right. shifts. Yeah. Um, and I guess we just kind of have some questions about that. Um, I don't know about you guys. I've I did that a little bit at my old spot, not that much, but a never little have, bit. Never have, never will. Never I don't Kyle think I'm cut out for it. I have not. I don't think, at least at the place you work, I don't think they would let me. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't um, think actually that Sam, Kyle, or me would ever be asked <laughs> so at the I place mean, we work. You've <laughs> been doing it now. It was kind of a recent thing, but you've been doing it now for, I think, a considerable amount of time, and especially through some, you experienced some stuff. So I do you want to kind of share with shit. us what your how that experience has been for you so far? You know, it's it was honestly, I was really... When they originally asked me to do it, I was not going to do it. I was like, you know, not really my thing or something like that. Um, but then, you know, I, I just I thought about it for I was like, I'm doing the brewing thing with this company and it might be just a good way just to keep them, keep me on their radar, mm-hmm. you know, just be like, yeah, hey, I'm helping them out, you know. And I was promised like it's not going to be they weren't going to take away a bunch of my money making shifts it was like i would just you know be back up in case you know whenever they needed a manager to cover something you know if, if someone needed to go on vacation or got sick cuz i mean at the time when they asked me they we had two three managers we were really low uh and they were it was it was during a very very busy time um for our restaurant and it just you know it was sh- <laughs> the cracks were showing <laughs> yeah um and, uh, you know, so I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll help you guys out. You know, it's, it's gotta be a stressful job. And, and now, now, you know, after, after doing it for a few months and just, you know, seeing, seeing the other side of just like a lot of times where management is coming from with a lot of the decisions. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of times it's, it's realizing that our managers don't often have a choice or don't yeah. even know the answers to the questions that we ask them as well. Like they, because they have a boss too. Because they have, yeah, everyone has a boss. They have a boss and that boss has a boss and everything. And there's decisions that are being made that like, you know, everyone's boss is Donald Trump. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we only, and, and it's that thing of like, we don't, we don't, we never communicate with those upper bosses. We only communicate with them. Yeah. So all that we know is we just associate their face with these choices that are being made. When in reality, they're just telling us what they were told. Yeah. And I guess just seeing just the, sh- the sheer amount of and, and Nate, you, you probably understand this, you know, being a former supervisor, but like the, the sheer amount of pressure that they the the upper echelon puts on, like, especially with like labor and everything. Yeah, I, like, feel, I feel like right now, like right now, like everybody hates getting hours cut and we hate doing it. I hate having to like slash and burn and everything Call like that. People but off like, and whatnot. Yeah. Like doing that, like because it's like, you know, we all have lives and, and, and everything and. And they're just like, you know, bam, 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 um, you know, hit the bottom line. And so sometimes like to me, like it feels like and I, I've, I've been wanting to bring this up to to uh, the, the district and the regional managers, whatever, um, and just be like, you know, it's not just all about numbers. Like 
there's people's lives well, yeah. out there. Yeah, but I mean, but not like not so cliche or sappy like that. It's like yeah, Kyle. it just it seems hey. it seems like you know we for our restaurant we go through ebbs and waves, and in in this period of time we're at we're in an ebb where we don't do a lot of business, but for the rest of the year. We go gangbusters. Like yeah, in th- two weeks. Like in yeah, be and it's it's not it's normal. it's not a long period where we're in the red, yeah. and then all of a sudden we're in the black. So I'm like, it's it. I you know I just wanted explain to me why. Um, I mean I understand cutting back hours somewhat, but not you know so much of what we're doing. Um, and it's like, is is there no way for the the, the ten months? that we do great to cover up for right. that, those two months. Yeah, don't we have any credit in the bank? Exactly. As you far know? as like, yeah, you know, maybe make it easier for people to, you know, sustain but, themselves during yeah. the slow season if that means that you have a happy and like together staff for when it matters. Yeah, but I don't know if they're just, if they're also freaking out because, I mean, I've heard that across the board, the restaurant industry yeah. is down like 10 to 15% for yeah. the year. I mean, even it's when like, I was really? just, uh, before, not to talk about stuff we haven't The year just started. Podcast. Yeah. But like you know, with the with all the minimum wage going up over a lot of industries, that just means hours are getting cut because these you know corporate bosses want to maintain that because that's the you know the, the the sort of sick problem at the at the at the core of yeah. all of this is the American idea of like that's you have why to I, grow 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 yeah. grow grow and if yeah. you're not growing you're fucking dead and you have to grow. Well, I mean, it's even worse. In hours. my opinion, it's even worse than that to try to avoid going off in a huge tangent. But I think it's it's a combination of that and also just like. Um, where the money goes and like there's the um, the amount of money that ceos are making yeah bonuses yeah and and not to speak for our company specifically but just the in the way in general in america like yeah if those guys even like just like take they make 10 percent less and that 10 percent gets distributed down to the employees yeah they'd be fine and and the issue is these wages go up so the profit margin gets slower but these guys still want to make their bonuses so because they have more control instead of them taking a, a pay cut they cut, cut hours. hours right so yeah. that they can make the same amount of money but the downside to that like even from just like a service perspective is you go to you know you go to Chili's now and there's like two did you work at Chili's you worked at Chili's oh for all of our that. bingo players out that. there the doesn't bingo. matter Chili's was mentioned Chili's this week in the podcast Chili's make sure to mentioned. mark your Chili's box off this week for 86 bingo um <laughs> Nate loves you, that. You bit. get a, you get a, <laughs> you get a, you have a tablet on the on the table that's supposed to basically take place of an employee, you know, and and the quality of service goes down, and then nobody wants to go to eat there because if I'm gonna go spend money, why am I gonna go and not be taken care of? So then the whole industry suffers. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah. Or like, why not? Why not order off DoorDash? Yeah. Like, why not just wait at home and wait for someone to knock I mean, that's my door and grab my food? You know what I mean? That's actually something I wanted to talk about today. Is like, is like. Uh, all of us as in the service industry like there's i believe a tipping point in the next 10 to 15 years with the rapid automation mm-hmm. in every industry and this is this goes beyond just food service this goes beyond this goes into hotel workers yeah taxi drivers truck drivers everything you know everything's being automated and manufacturing yeah. and stuff like that and it's like, like in, in china right now i was reading about how there's a huge boom in in, in jobs for engineers for guys that are making robots essentially that are going to take their job so like right now there's a bunch <laughs> of jobs and a bunch of them going on but so in about five ten years when they're done that job's going to be obsolete and they've yeah. done it to themselves yeah but what are you going to do not take the job well it's true. Great. they're just going to get, get somebody else to yeah. do it yeah. and then you're going to be broke and hungry yeah, yeah i mean we've we've touched on the go, go ahead sam i was just good because i felt like there was a question at the end of brett's 
Brett comment. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if it was just a question. It was, it's just more like a round table, like, because, I mean, it's even gotten to the point where there, there's a restaurant in San Francisco that they have no kitchen staff. It's all automated food. What? Like, it's, Whoa, it's, it's like, a, Japan, it's, it's like a, a robot that, like, flips the food and then, like, passes on to another robot. And they still have, like, someone who, like, dresses it and garnishes it and everything and then hands it to the person. But, like, there's no back of house. And so it's like even even that like the people who cook the food are not safe, um, yeah. From the automation process, are the robots like, wearing gloves? I have no idea. It's funny. I actually <laughs> think I actually think. That so I just I just wanted to throw it out there. Like, what we think? Like, is there is there a happy medium? Like with minimum wage, companies wanting to cut hours to save money, the threat of automation, and the you know people wanting either wanting or not wanting hospitality. Well, I think uh, on that you know, point, a restaurant. I think that, and this might be optimistic, but I think that front of house hospitality, I'm not saying that the amount of jobs will stay the same, but I think that there will always be a market for people interacting with people and serving them. You know, like there right. might be like the robot diner that well, people want to just like, you know, the food might be a little cheaper and it's like maybe the novelty of just like, you know, living in the Jetsons is cool. But like, I think that a front of house experience that is sort of designed and and the con and, and and sort of given through people will always be uh, in fashion. Some people go to bars alone just to talk to the bartender. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, Kyle. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we. T- I wouldn't know much about it. I'm normally with my friends when I'm at a bar uh, or my home, so my my dates <laughs> for the evening. I go to bars alone sometimes. I don't usually talk to anybody though. I usually oh, okay. am just hungry. <laughs> I don't talk no, to I the think, uh, either, but I think going off of what Sam said too, I think I agree that I think lo- far and away, the front of house hospitality experience is not only always going to be like you said in fashion, but I would say even if people like go and try out automated places, I feel like it's always going to be the preferred method. I think too, and not only that, I think like the kind of different tangent or different uh, different perspective on the same idea is like. Um, there's always a market in general. There's always a market for something different. You know what I mean? Because like one thing that I don't care so much about, like the automated food thing is weird. Like <laughs> robots cooking food, that's weird. That's I, wanna, I don't want to be part of that. Um, <laughs> although my question was, I wonder if the guy who garnishes it, does he get to call himself the head chef? Because that's kind of dope. You don't have to do any fucking work Probably. in the head chef of a restaurant. No, anyway, the, the Windows I would XP say no. in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the <laughs> software <laughs> engineer who designed the software. Yeah. That the, yeah. He's, he's the head chef. But, um, but I think like one thing that I'm more worried about, or I guess that bugs me more, is places with like the pour your own beer things. You know, like um, I went to yeah. one of those pour last night. Beer. Huh? Wait, what? Yeah, you never been to those? No. It'll be like think like a brew pub, like yeah. we work at, right? Maybe not as much food. Yeah. And then it's it's basically like a, when you go to like a froyo place, they okay. have like the yeah, little yeah, tabs yeah. that you pull down, and it's it's beer. Oh, but and then do, do you just someone like is there someone that's like, oh, you added like your mochi and your M and M's to your beer, and we're gonna weigh it and like some no, of them somehow you pay you somehow you, you pay swipe your card, you yeah. swipe a card, and then oh, it, and that allows the beer it to be pours poured. out. Yeah, you like want a pint, ounces. it'll yeah exactly got it, yeah, which is wow honestly in a way. It could either be really good for a brewery or really bad for a brewery. Because on the one hand, if people don't know how to pour beer, they could pour like a beer that's half foam, 
They paid well, for a four. They're gonna have or they fucking waste a shit ton of beer. You know what I mean? Well, like, I would assume that if when well, it, ca- it cuts it, it off at a yeah, and it like, oh, it like pours it pours, it pours a perfect pour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, see that worries me even more, man. I like that shit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, honestly, well, the my big the first thing I thought of was people are gonna get fucking hammered. Well, yeah, that's drunk. true. That's true. But no, well, I yeah, think, you don't have to wait in line or anything. I've done yeah. it at a wine well, bar and, and like, I've gotten you know, just There's no one shitty. being like, hey, you've had like seven beers in 15 minutes. There's got to be some type of regulation of them having somebody. Maybe if you swipe. You, like, you've you used this car like like one, one yeah. person who just has to like keep an eye on people. That's like, yeah. I don't know. But I just like think a bouncer. There's, and, and, Security and, guard. And, and if not, I'm sure that there will be some type of law or legislation put in place because it's so new. Like they haven't figured it out yet. Um, but I agree with you guys, except for like we kind of touched on this with Ballard. I don't think service is ever going to like go away like face no, to face, No. but I do think it is going to get significantly smaller. And I think it's going to be more of the higher high mid end. to high end because I think just, you know, it's sad, but true. Realistically, when the automation r- gets really good and efficient, businesses are just not going to pay employees at a fast food place, at a, even like a at a Chipotle place. Well, it's not going to be able to. I mean, the norm is I agree. going to be automated, and we're going to be old men, and we're going to be like, no, we want our. Remember when burgers were flipped by hand, and you know, <laughs> but and our, the kids are going to be like, what do you mean the robots make Grand everything? Like, say my kids are like, shut up, Grandpa. He's going to well, teleport to like Saudi Arabia <laughs> for a night out with friends. I, I agree, <laughs> but I also not to get like really super macroeconomics on everyone, but like all these jobs are gonna be going away. Which means there's going to be no people getting like people are going to get paid a lot less. Which means that no one will be able to afford even the lowered price. Like no one will have any money to spend. But that's and what I'm saying is that, I think. And but then we get to a but those, but those inflation-ridden future. Automated, like the overhead amount once you've automated everything is so much lower that of they're going to be. I get it. Be like yeah. how how could I not have an automated burger at McDonald's when it's fifty cents? Yeah, compared to ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, compared to the twenty five dollars at the brew pub. I get it now. I, I, I get it now. It's I get it now. What are you about to make? I a get it now. It's <laughs> all cyclical. <laughs> so. technology. No, so. technology I, but I disagree. Still, I disagree because I. I mean, yes, but the reason that I think it's cyclical is because it's going to be the same thing of like those places are all going to become auto- like the burger. Let's just talk about burger places. They're all going to become automated, right? And then eventually, there's going to be one burger place that's going to go, "Yo, remember us? We're doing it the old way." But the cost is going to be so high. It's yeah. not going to matter because they're going to get. They're going to be, dude. It it already happened. No, the, it already happened. The million. You're right. The, but the millionaires are going to go to that dope artisanal burger yeah. spot, and the rest of us are going to be eating like yeah. cockroach burgers. No, because I'm sewers. telling. What I'm saying is, there's going to be all these automated burger places, and then one place. Yeah. Let's call it. Umami burger. But there's yeah. it's no gonna go. Look at us. We're right, different, right. and we're still in a in a competitive cost. There's no so there's no way, way to be in a competitive that they can cost. Run at a competitive cost. Yes, you, you can. No, they not have to pay people. Yeah, if, if you start if you start with enough, it's gonna cost a lot of like someone with a lot of money is gonna have to start it, but it's gonna be able to be accessible. It always it always is. I it's think you're, I think you're confusing the exponential nature of technology. And like the the diminishing returns. And I the think margins. you're not taking into account how much people want to do. S- there's always a market for something. Different. I know. I'm not saying people won't go there, but I'm saying those people that go there will be very wealthy. There's no I way that th- that they could that they could offer a competitive price point because I mean, either way, we're 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 talking about the hypothetical. I mean, it's things, true. I mean, th- think about every industry that doesn't exist anymore because something cheaper and faster came out. Think about 
milk milkmen in in, yeah. in or the like the 40s. printing like they, they i'm sure i'm sure they all sat around being like when they first heard about supermarkets and, and refrigeration they're, they're like, like oh there's, <laughs> there's no way that like the, people they were love us delivering our milk yeah. face to face and we talked to them and we fucked their wives and everything like that and um <laughs> uh you know and then but then it became yeah, so much easier just to go a to different the industry. If you look at this industry, when fast food came out, fast food is a huge booming industry still, and yet the restaurant industry is still thriving on high-class fine dining. It's not thriving, bread. though. No, I think it's I think right Up now until it's, the, uh, it's, I, I, right I now think it's fine, restaurant industry and let's, is doing let's pretty Let's go well. five years ago before they started raising the minimum wage. Everything was peachy keen, and it had been that way for a long, long time. Right, but the, the big difference is the minimum wage. That's what we're big saying. Big boys are having a discussion over the car. We're saying on the macro level of, like, we're just starting to see this now in the automation. We're saying... 30 years from now, minimum wage also is going to keep going up. It's going to be more right. and more expensive yes. to employ people. So yes. what we're saying is that, I'm not saying vers- that they might not have a staff of 100 people, but I'm saying if, say, all the burger places are automated, one burger place comes out and says we're not automated, yeah. they're going to get business. But and even then all if of a sudden, people are going to, then so-and-so is going to go, well, I want to make one like that too. And then it's going to come around. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're going to have new Umami Burgers and Five Guys and fucking The Counter and all these other fucking places that are essentially doing the same thing because it became cool to make, like, custom burgers. You know what I mean? I, think, I think we all agree with you. In, in what you're saying, I don't think the, you agree with me at all, Nate. I'm getting really pissed <laughs> off about, about the trend thing because that's how it works. Is when when it becomes exclusive, that's when more people want it, and it becomes a thing, and so people replicate it if it's successful. But fire burgers, I just thought of it. Fire burgers, what, it's going to be only for millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> in that same vein, what what I'm saying is, it, it would be difficult for that type of company to succeed when they have to compete with someone who. Literally, they've already paid for the machine or whatever that's making the burgers. They got to pay for power and maybe maintenance. Their costs are going to be dramatically lower than even somebody that just has two employees because they have to pay that person. That person has time off. Right, then they have benefits. Po- but there's potential to make money because you're going to corner the market. You're going to be the only fucking place that has a fucking front of house staff. But all, but so all your are burgers fucking are going to All They're your burgers are going to cost ten times more. You can't, you can't. So it's a market. It won't be a market. I'm just saying that's yeah. not necessary. That's not imperative. It's not necessarily well, true. The, oh, then they operate at a loss. All right. I'm confused no. about your point. You can't corner the market if you're a small exclusive place. Like cornering, you, the mar- cornering the market is what McDonald's did to Okay, think about everybody. it this way, okay? So all the burger places are automated, and Elon Musk decides he wants to open up a fucking burger restaurant. He's going to have enough money to charge whatever the so, fuck he no, wants to charge with fucking exactly, burgers. but he can operate at a loss. That's what you're saying. So you're saying initially, if a billionaire initially wants to, yes, not forever. Anytime you start a restaurant, you're going to operate at a loss initially because you have to— No, I know, but we're talking about—you're talking about like uh, under underwriting— the the difference between how much you're gonna make off these artisanal burgers is going to be less than what it's gonna cost to pay your staff. Not necessarily true. Well, so that's the that, that's kind of contingent on the the picture we're painting in the future, where there's fifty cent burgers made by robots. Yeah, because if you can't make a fifty cent burger right. made by a staff of even you know five people, McDonald's doesn't have fifty cent burgers anymore. But in the future, we, there could be fifty cent burgers. Because robots make them, and you don't have to pay robots. That's what we're saying. And the yeah. meat is growing and in the lab. Exactly, and because and it's lab. even <laughs> it's even deeper than that because it's it's the suppliers are all it's all synthetic. By then, we're all eating Beyond Burgers because yeah. it tastes better than real beef, anyways. Lab grown meat, like debatable, but it, uh, Beyond Burgers are. Dumb. I'm I'm saying what that's what the campaign. No, I'm talking about real meat, real lab grown meat. When they push it I'm out, I'm stoked to for that. Holy shit, I cannot wait. Yeah, pretty much all jobs are going to go away, and everyone's going to have to make money through podcasting. That's where we're all going towards. Except for except. For a lot of tests of shows. Podcasts yeah. are going to be the only thing that survives. Really what sad. was the movie? Have yeah. you guys seen Wally? Everyone's going to podcast. 
Have I seen Wally? Wally was the what? best movie that year. Yes. Oh, Wally was amazing. Wally was the best Wally. movie every Dude, year. Wally. I just know that there's fat people in the movie. Wally's, like no, Wally has a lot to say, and <laughs> it's very interesting. And shout outs to Wally. That's Pixar's best movie. I, I can't. I, I cannot describe to you how off topic we've gotten <laughs> this entire podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this has been a fun one because we have not stuck to the script. I apologize. No, no, that's no, cool. I think it's, <laughs> no, I think it's I like one of our better ones. It's just a topic that I've been thinking about. I think a lot of people are thinking about it, and I think as much as it's relevant to everyone, like with us in the service industry specifically, like it's something that we've seen. I mean, they started adding these computer stuff. Like le- it's been less, I should say it's been over 10 years since they've started like automating things in that, in our space. Like even just like the transition of going from like tickets in the kitchen to like computer on a screen. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of times it's like, great, this is like super convenient, but it's all leading down a path that is kind of scary. To yeah, I, I will say that I think that the restaurant industry is more. I think that th- the biggest danger right now, actually, to the restaurant industry is cost of living expenses in big cities. I think that having not having places where people can make, you know, a livable but not extravagant wage and still live in places like San Francisco or Manhattan or places like that is that is a bigger problem to me than automation. I think that because there's so much technicality, because it's a very interpersonal thing, we are more immune than most. I don't think that we're totally immune, but yeah. uh, you know, I don't think we're in the same position as taxi drivers or truck drivers. Yeah, or uh, yeah it's definitely not places. as bad as exactly. It's like the manufacturing. But I do, th- but I do think that in in, con- in in hand in hand with the cost of living problem, minimum wage is a very tricky issue because I think it needs to go up, but it, we also need, I mean, we just need, and this is kind of an oxymoron, uh, but we need like corporations to like step up and care uh, care about offering their workers a just a minimum basic quality of life, which right. which unfortunately is written into our law that if you're a public publicly traded company, your number one priority has to be legally to your shareholders. So even if you wanted to do something, you would have to sell it to them, and they could be like, "No, actually, we like making money, so let's just yeah. do that." We don't, <laughs> don't want to give people health care. So yeah, okay. so I mean, like, I think that is a bigger issue and and a very uh, uh, you know, tricky one to tackle, which is why it's no, no one yep. is doing it. So I guess I guess to bring this around to when we stop talking about supervising, is that that I've just been thinking about it that way, just because. So what you're saying is you're the robots. I'm the <laughs> robots. No, but like you know, I, I was thinking about it the other day because I'm like I'm almost 30 years old, and at this point I'm you know starting to contemplate like just making a career in oh in yeah. a restaurant. Um, Don't do it, Brett. It's probably hey it's probably don't, gonna happen. Don't right? kink shame, bro. <laughs> he's, he's better than uh, better at um, it than we are. You know, and but it's like I always I have I have options. I have I'm doing I'm doing the, the brewing thing too. So like I mean my my ultimate dream would be to open up my own brewery and have you like, got a multiple eggs and, and bro. We already talked baskets. about this, Brett. I know the plan is in motion. I know. <laughs> Uh, the 86 no filter. I mean that would be that would be the dream. Pub. But like so I'm, I'm just thinking about like if I'm in this industry for. A long time like um, it, we're gonna see changes and it's like you have to be adaptable um, robot beer <laughs> robot beer i mean you have you have to or else you're gonna get lost in the i mean there's so many industries that just are don't exist anymore because they were not willing to change blockbuster uh, blockbuster <laughs> red box Soapbox. yeah no that's actually really true it's um, it's scary sometimes but yeah. you have to kind of Things are going to change whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, minimum wage is going to have to go up. And what does that mean for tipping culture in America? And, and I mean, is it, you know, so, like, is it time to move into management to, like, I mean, not right now. I mean, because we're still, we're not at that point. But, I mean, like, if if people are making $25 an hour, are people going to tip them, you know? 
They better. More on top of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They fucking but better. The is, like, you're listening out there and you're like, I wouldn't. Fuck you. You better. <laughs> Don't come into my bar if I'm behind the bar. And of course, even yeah. Even then, at that bar where you're making $25 an hour, that drink is like is like $20. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the price of All the prices is going to go up, up yeah. too. So. The restaurants are not going to eat that cost. I mean, that's okay. Either. We just, like, again, we just need, like, yeah, we just need, we just need billionaires. We need better wealth disparity. What's cool about, yeah. what's yeah. cool like, about that? You don't need that much money. What's like, cool about the, uh... Maybe it's easy for me to say that because I don't have it. No, I mean, like, they've done studies that show, like, people, once you get, like, billion dollars, you pretty much make money faster than you can possibly spend it. You're also not as happy. Yeah. True. That too. I think the the best income, I think, is, like, something like like 150,000. What's cool about Just the uh, the like $20 dollar beers time. is that we'd still get a shift beer so I wouldn't have to buy a beer <laughs> <laughs> in the first place, right? <laughs> just t- I just want to take a $20 yeah. bill until and just the president of your company it. finds out that you're having sh- like multiple shift beers. beers. And then no, no, I said a shift. No, beer. Brett's going to be the president. He's fine. Yes. I'm going to be yeah. president. It's our president. yeah, it's Brett's Brett's going to be half robot, half uh, man. Half all, robot, half president. He's going to be the president. All beer in the country is going to have to be my beer because I'm going to I'm going to make it a law. That was then. This is now. You're fired. That's the ultimate goal. But my parents said this to me the other day. They're like they they had the talk with me. They're like, you know, do you have do you have plans for your life stuff like that? And I'm like yeah, of course I do. Like I'm, I'm learning how to brew. I'm doing all this stuff. Like I, I could be a manager of one. They're like, that's okay, because you know you can't be a server or a bartender forever. And I'm like, you know what? When did it? When did it get like that? Yeah, you when know, did that, it get that used to be about... like a career where you could be like a bartender, yeah. or you know, and like mm-hmm. and like, all that's the bars I like to go to, <laughs> the bartenders are like, if they're be- under they're fifty lifers. years old, I'm like, this bar ain't for me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I love a crusty old bartender. I think at it's, a, it's at also a, like a generational. Shout out to Ireland's thirty-two. I was when I was talking to my dad when we went out for my birthday and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you were tw- I was 27 when I had you." And I was like, "Damn, there's no way. I, yeah. should, I have <laughs> yeah. no business yeah. having a kid right I'm now." Like, I'm not I don't have I don't have my life together. Yeah. No actually. financial stability. I was talking about that with somebody the other day too cuz right. I used to always think like like when I was a teenager and like even like early college, I used to I always wanted to be like the young cool dad. But in my head, like 30-year-olds were old. So I was like, well, to be a young, cool dad, I got to have like two kids. or like 23, 24. Jesus. And then and I was dating this girl in college, and then we broke up. And I was like 22, and we broke up. And all of a sudden, my whole world perspective shifted. And I was like, oh, holy fuck. I wanted to have kids with her like next year? <laughs> no fucking way. Well, it's funny you said it was generational because they, uh, they, it's just a straight-up fact. I forget where I saw it. But uh, that this is the first generation in American history where we will not better our parents station like as a generation yeah we will make less money than our parents did fuck uh yeah and i mean that's just the way but a lot of that has to do with like you know other parts of the world people have been living in abject poverty and they might be like moving up so it's not like um, it's not even like a bad thing because i think america has you know that we've done pretty well by for ourselves by you know the sweat of others um but but yeah i mean like that so then they're like oh you can't do this it's like why you know why not all the, the the, you know, when you were in the 1950s, you could graduate high school, get a job that you could have a single, like, income household with four kids up a, with a high school diploma and go down to the mill or, you know, do whatever. <laughs> and mill. Go down, yeah, the, go mill. down <laughs> the mill. Uh, Mills were huge but, like, that back was a then. Thing. Like, that was just a thing that you could do. Or, you know, the GI Bill where it was like, you go in the Army, you get a college education. At that point, college education Well, that's what we like, need, man. We need another war. Yep. Let's make some yeah, money, bro. Let's, let's go. We've had been about go. 15 minutes since our last You guys time. say We've that literally because literally been in a war <laughs> like wars. nonstop. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, but we need one we can win, bro. Time out. You guys also <laughs> say oh. that because you're soon going to be out of the age to even get drafted. 
Yeah. You're going to come for the 18. I'm 23, bro. Bro, I'll shoot yeah. myself. I'll be 25 until they right raise there. the age. Yeah, they'll be coming straight from They won't. Dude, just I, tell them. The next, the next war, they guys, won't need yeah, a Yeah, we're going to be having like Xbox. It's just like, hey, are you really good at Apex Legends? Cool. Here's a drone. Yeah. Guys, That's I can't true. even change a tire. You expect me to go take <laughs> down? I'll teach you, bro. That's what basic training's for. You're yeah. going to be great. Listen, boot? you're going to be great, bro. They love a person like you in boot. Yeah. Like, oh, they would tear you. No, they would destroy you. We're not going to specify why they love you. They love you in boot. Wait, is boot camp like prison? Is there butt stuff? No, no. Well, I mean, not anymore. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> um, anyways. My butt hurts. So <laughs> My butt <moment>. already hurts <laughs> at this moment. Here's a question for you. Since you've started supervising, have you have your interactions with other employees kind of changed? You know, um, I don't think they have. I don't. I don't notice anything, and and I mean, you guys all work with me, so it's working, guys. Tell me if you're. Tell me, yeah. Um, and I, I think I think it's I think it helps that I'm I'm in that like halfway between where we've got like one foot in each pond. Yeah. Um, I'm not you know not full manager, not full you know full time. I feel like I, at work I have started to like kind of realize some things I say like I shouldn't be saying if I'm like. When I'm acting as a manager, like when you're buttoned up, when I'm buttoned up, like I get can't get that button up. Yeah, I can't be as like jokey. And, uh, you know, I mean, I did have to go through. A, Are you talking about with employees or with, empl- with employees, okay. with employees? Yeah. yeah. I mean, even guests too, but I'll, I'll get I'll get to that. But like, sure, sure. with employees, like, you know, we have a certain rapport and we have we have we joke around and, and uh, you know, say things you probably shouldn't say to each other. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, that's the industry. restaurant that's especially why, yeah. no i know it's, it's it is it is the industry no, I'm, and everything. Saying, I'm saying that for our listeners not for you yeah um but like especially as if i'm like acting as a manager you know it, just just if like someone hears me say something to it you know like say a female employee about something you know uh um leslie or something you know and, and i say something like that's really off color but she knows i'm joking but like some customer or somebody hears me or someone else hears me and they're like is this the manager? Like he's saying this to someone, you know. So recently, I've I've started to kind of like tone it down when I'm when I'm uh, buttoned up, as you say. Um, but then, yeah, and then and then with interaction with them, with customers is is just like is you're. I'm the guy like that they come to with all the hey. shit. I remember, yeah. I remember we, I, you know, I, I we push all it, the shit onto you. No, I remember, yeah, I remember no, and Brett. it's like it's your it's your job. It's my job to get yelled at, and it's like you got to have a thick skin because some, sometimes these people just go off on you, and it's just like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna help you out. You know, even even if I know they're wrong, if it's some stupid bullshit reason, which you know most of the time it is. Yeah, Brett, you totally had my back one time. It was like soon after you got buttoned up, but I was off the clock. Oh Out shit! Of that lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. Having a beer. I remember. What happened? That. Tell the story. Okay, so I'll just quickly run over the story. So I was uh, off the clock, out of uniform. Although I think you could see our logo. Maybe I was wearing like a shirt over my work shirt. Um, but I mean, I've been working all night, so it's not like, oh man, who's this random guy? Like I was, you know, I was having a shift beer, and a woman comes up and she was like. I, I need to speak to your manager or like, can you help me find some, your manager? And I was like, uh, she came up to you. She came up to me as oh. I'm literally on my phone, like drinking a beer, yeah, like I, totally I not. So I have I my really backpack on. Like I'm totally not in work mode. Mm-hmm. She just comes up to me. She's like, I need to find your manager. I was like, uh, or like, can you find my server? I think I, I was like, okay. Uh, so I like find his, her server. And, and I was like, Ballard was a server. I was, yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to find him and I couldn't, I was like looking and I came back. I'm like, sorry, I don't know. She's like, well, I need to find your manager. I was like, all right, well, 
He's either like in the keg room or like in the office. I'll go check. If Both, for you. I guess. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. I was like, and she's like, "Well, I, I don't believe you." Or like, she was literally like, "Why aren't you get, like? Why haven't you got him?" I'm like, ma'am, I'm I'm looking for him. I'm I'm off the clock. I like I don't know. You know if I may and interject, I, I think what happened also is you went you went to go look either in the back or in the keg room, and you were gone for a second. And for you took too long because she asked me. Yeah, I was bartending. No, yeah, because I, I was, went to the opposite of where. Yeah, you and, were. I, and I literally <laughs> was like, was "Ma'am, like, he's either in one place or the other. Like, I don't. We'll find. It. He's not out of like. I don't know what you want me to do. He basically, didn't go home. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to drink my beer. So anyway, and and so this whole thing, and she ended up like like Ballard was like, she told me everything was fine, yeah. and she wanted to complain about something and get something taken off the tit check or something. But then it became like she and I was like, and so I had sat down. Brett comes out. I think you were you were like stacking kegs or whatever. You come out and I'm like, uh, there's something going on with this lady. You're like, Ballard will tell you more. But like, I was just like trying to like be like, <laughs> I was really was trying to be like, I don't know what's happening right now. I'm off the clock. I'm drinking a beer, which I know like, you know, I, not that I shouldn't be doing it, but I, you know, like there, there's something anyway. Basically, I try I tried to do a good deed and help this woman out. I, I should have, and now I'm just like, sorry, I'm off the clock. I can't. Yep. Because she laid into him, being like, I can't believe you let your, your people drink. Da, 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 da. And I remember, and it was like within earshot, and you were just like, "Well, he's had a long shift. I, I think he deserves to be. It's like part of our company. Part. Like, yeah, this is what yeah. we do. I don't know what you want me to do." Yeah, I said, "I said, yeah, she's." So, uh, I think the the whole thing was that she got the wrong glass of wine, uh, and like we we got her a poke, and it, it went out. It was like one of the new guys who was in the kitchen, and he actually ma- accidentally made it with diced watermelon instead of tuna. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, no. yeah, it was really good too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Super tasty. And, and so like it was it like we took it back immediately like Balor got a new one made it went out with like in a minute and it's like so we yeah, thought everything was we thought everything was fine I took you know I took off the the, the one poke you know we refired it or whatever um, and so then I thought everything's fine so that's why I was I was doing closing stuff and everything and then and then Sam comes and finds me and says oh someone needs to talk to you uh, and I'm like okay I was like in the middle of like hoisting a keg up so I'm like I'll be there in a sec um, but yeah so then she's just like she's like he. Daniel was rude to us, and um, we didn't get a discount on our on our meal because he he screwed everything up. Like I got the wrong wine, blah blah blah. And he's like, "This is the only night I had because um, I have kids, and I you've ruined my evening." And <laughs> oh I'm like, my I'm god! Like, right away, one, I'm, you like, had oh. kids. I'm like, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's your problem. That's not my. I didn't I didn't ask you to fucking have kids. But yeah, then she's like, she points to Sam, and she's like, "And your employees are sitting having beer, drinking beer. How like how could you do that?" And I'm like, my employees are off the clock and deserve to drink. They, they can drink beer. They can, they're, they're off the clock. I don't, I can't tell them what to do. Like, even if it wasn't a shift beer, you'd still be allowed to buy a beer. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> so, you know, I didn't understand what her gripe was about that. And, you know, and she just, she just like shook her head, like really, like really slowly, like a disappointed mother, like back and forth. Like, Oh my <laughs> God. You know, and then she, she, she laid my off. My mom the, was really pissed that night. She, she told me to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she laid the weirdest line on me. She's like, my uncle, Owns Securitas. No, I'm like, there it is. And there I'm like, what? Better and watch you, the back. Yeah. Do you and know? Like, she's who like, my do you know? Is. She's like, do you know Securitas? I'm like, you know, the guy, the guys who walk around and make sure everyone's okay. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so what are you like? Are you threatening a shakedown on us or something here? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I don't understand what you're, why you're bringing that up. And she's like, just keep that in mind. And I'm like, cool. Okay. I will watch your <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up comping her whole meal because I'm like, I don't really want to deal with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, have a nice day. And I feel I mad just, I, my favorite part of that was, was Ballard being like, honestly, like kind of hurt. Like she's, we laughed about it. She yeah. said everything was fine. I hate that. <laughs> she yeah. was burning inside. Some people just like to be upset. 
And she has kids. They she look just wants that free meal. Listen, bro, she yeah. has kids. That's why she's fucking upset. Kids are the fucking worst. She anyway, probably had them when she was 24 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make up her life story, guy. <laughs> the Batello method. relationship. Her husband's homeless. He lives in L.A. She never sees him. I was saying the Batello method. How am I 24 years old? So did you guys... Do we ever taught the last method with with uh with customers listen apologize Fuck no. solve and thank no that's how you do I it bro i've heard that before where'd you learn that it sounds like a chili's thing we, we have something with our i learned it at a place uh-huh. <laughs> the chili's <laughs> code <laughs> <laughs> there's there's something in the, in the server the chili's training code. at our restaurant that's it's not no it's, it's like, not like a, it's it's like no a, i think i've like heard that before apologize yeah. like, it's, it's like an acronym yeah. in k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid Hurts it's my feelings every time. It's my feelings every time. I have a question. I just have one question. Yeah. Have you ever pulled rank while you're serving on like another server because you're like, mm. I'm a supervisor, but I'm not a supervisor oh, right serving? now. Yeah, oh, but you're the server. No, not at all. I When you're serving, you're just like, in serving. No, I'm, I'm, see, like, I, do, I think anybody who, who works as a supervisor or manager and like has an air of superiority and like it's like I'm better than you then you don't deserve to have that position like hallelujah I Preach. when I was when I was interviewing for the supervisor and they asked me you know what I think a supervisor does and I'm like it's uh, it's support like I'm here I'm here to fill the gaps I'm here to to put out fires yeah solving problems basically. solving problems like I'm not I'm not a fucking general you know, I'm not telling people what to do um you know like yeah, if someone like fucking walks off, starts like smoking or something in the middle of a shift. Like I'll be like, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like where you at? Where you yeah. going? Where's your head at? Yeah. Yeah. Don't just, just, allowed just to take ten. Don't just well, t- don't tell me. Attacked. Tell me first okay, if you're yeah, gonna go. Right, you know, right, you, right, you, right. you know, say like, hey, I need to take a ten. I'll be like, yeah, sure. Well, right, that's a good point fine. to make because I feel like uh, if someone coming from a server, or bartender position, or whatever, and then they move to supervisor. Some people go on that power trip and they think supervisor, manager, pretty much the same thing. So I'm basically a manager now. So now I'm going to boss people around and like go on that power trip as opposed to, like you said, like you have your what you say, like foot in both ponds or whatever. Yeah. So you're playing both sides, um, uh, which I, I feel like is if I were to ever take any step higher than what I am now, I wouldn't want to be a manager. I'd maybe do a supervisor because I'd still want to like relate to the employees on that level as opposed to being that full step above but but i I think that's a good distinction to make because there are some people that you give them an inch and they take a mile and then it's full-on like i'm a supervisor listen to me and it's like not that obviously not that like i wouldn't listen to a supervisor but like i'm gonna listen to a manager before i listen to a supervisor you know what i'm saying like yeah that's why i like the shift lead title better sure it's like you're you're there to help out like we trust you you know you're a good worker that's why you're in this position but like you're not you're nobody's boss you're just there to make sure that shit gets done. So we just really wanted to have you on the podcast, Brett, to let you know that you're not our fucking boss. Uh, <laughs> you fucking really tired bitch. of all this Never bullshit. Tell me what to do. <laughs> you tell me what to do one more goddamn time. get the message. You ask for more roll-ups ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I totally did that when I was the closer for the first time this week. I was like, I was about to say, actually, I get that. I get more power trips from closers. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. And I, mean, I, I, well, I was and doing and I, it. I was doing it out of fun, um, but it was really fun to yeah, just be super like fun at the end of the night to ask people to do more work. And <laughs> oh no, no no no! It was throughout the night. I'd be like, uh, so even better, as you're continuous closer, throughout my fucking um, shift. I will be in charge of you guys tonight. Welcome to my ship. Uh, the best <laughs> ship is the leadership. So let's just go out there and let's get it. Okay, what night was it? Uh, Wednesday night. 
Kyle, that's not pulling rank. That's just you being you. Yeah. That was me being me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being an asshole. <laughs> but to play devil's advocate, it does suck as a closer because no, sometimes you get stuck with a lot of work and it's like, especially where like you, I mean, in reality, you have no authority over anybody else, but sometimes you have to ask people to do things that they don't necessarily want to do. And so it puts you in that weird position of For like... For me, it's more the way you ask me to, like, the way yeah, you tell me to do something, the way you ask me to do something. And that's where I get some for sure. closer sometimes. And also, I'm a very, like, admittedly lazy, and I'll try to get away with doing the least work without... I mean, I don't want to, like, fuck anyone over and, like, leave without rolling silverware, but, like, you know, I'm I'm pretty lazy, so, like... I just think my my that naturally clashes with people, and I try not to like hold it against them. Like, there's yeah. been times where I've like gotten in it, you know, or, or you know, been in a weird situation with someone, and then I like take a step back and just be like, you know, they're just trying to do their job. I'm just trying to do my job. Right. Leave it at that. We're about to clock out and get out of here anyway. But yeah, but uh, but uh, it, yeah, it's it's I've gotten. That's some why I don't close anymore, man. Some too. Neither do I. It's like I'll close bartending. I don't want to close server anymore. It's not worth yeah, I t- it. I told them I'm not closing ever. Yeah. I like I don't mind right. closing, but I just like, like well, they, they, they do not approve of my work. I don't I don't <laughs> mind the I don't mind the uh, you know being like assigning the side work whatever and like you know staying later to 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 you know close up or whatever like that you know do whatever was like left behind. It's just I hate that section. Yeah, oh, I love that fucking section. hate that section. No, and it's more more than people. that. It's even like like you. It just once say we close at ten, and once it's like nine. 40 your brain starts to short like shut off but when you're the closer and the table walks in at 959 and it's 16 people guess who's fucking hanging around and (laughs) and not just not just hanging around like on the clock serving still like you're still doing the full steps of serving like you are still there that sucks but it's also like you get those like i've had closing shifts where like everyone's gone i'm like oh it's 9 30 and we close at 10 like i can't wait to leave and then like four more tables come in and i'm like fuck this sucks but then, you know, you get off at 10, 30, 30 11, bucks. and you're like, yeah, you make an extra 40 bucks. I'm like, that's a Not big. worth it. Uh, I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> Not worth uh, it. I'm in for it. But I will, I'll try to do better. I think it's definitely a, diff- a specific type of person to be a closer for sure. And speaking of closing, uh, we're going to close that topic up. <laughs> oh, nice. We've got a few more quick things that's we want to hit pun. before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to start with our Hot Pocket Cold Pocket of the week. Hey. Ooh, the pocket's pocket. so hot. I believe Sam hot has pocket. a, I have cold, a yeah, cold pocket it's, for it's us. Yeah, it's not, I don't know how interesting this will be, but it is a pretty cold pocket. So as we've been talking about, we're in a very slow season. Um, so last night was, I think, the first time I can ever remember that I was closing bar and I didn't close bar. You got cut. I got cut. <laughs> yeah, and our manager closed the bar. Uh, he said he'd give me the tips. I have, you know, I, I, I'm going to go in at some point, I, s- I assume, and, and get those. So it's like not all bad. Uh, and I didn't even have like it's funny because I definitely made more money than I did when I opened last Saturday because that was like horrible. Uh, but it was still it was that was a kind of I don't know. I don't know. Not a bummer because I, I know. I uh, like getting my sleep, so coming in late or getting home late Thursday, Tuesday nights, coming here to podcast in the morning, it is a big turnaround, so I was like happy for that. But what kind of compounds it is that turns out to be my only shift this week. Oh, shit. Because uh, what happened was I was scheduled for last night and two shifts over the weekend. Now, one of these shifts is uh, during an LAFC game that I did not request off. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get that off. But we had another bartender on Friday night say, hey, do you want my shift? I was like, I'm working that night, but yes, I'd much rather bartend than serve. I will get my shift covered, and then I'll cover your shift. No problem. Released my shift. It got picked up. He released his shift. I picked it up, 
someone else also picked it up, and I was not the bar getting shift? the shift. The uh, bar shift. So you got to call and yeah, say, I yo, I got know. this on lock. Or, yeah, or I should have had now, him yeah. in, like, the memo line when he released it. It'd be like, it's for Sam. But, like, and I, th- I mean, like, at this point, I'm, like, so not motivated, especially after getting cut. Like, I'm just, like, I guess Fuck that's it, just the way. Well, you were just bragging about how low your overhead is, so. Well, yeah, it makes you feel. It makes you feel a little bit tighter now. A lot of ramen. It makes you feel about. I'm not for sure, but I asked uh, one of our, a couple of our bosses, because I'm always the Monday night closing bar, and I'm gonna be gone. Yeah. So I think I, I, I think figured, you're gonna be the I'm guy. The, I, I mean, I figured I would be because I. Welcome to I'm boys. The, the regulars one. were asking, and I told them it was you, and they were excited. I'm the only the one that like gets like one shift a week sometimes yeah. two everyone else pretty much gets two shifts a week so uh, if it's not me then i'm gonna have to have another discussion yeah i think it's gonna be you all right well so have fun i picked up your sunday shift i did see that well and that one is like i if i knew i was gonna get friday off maybe i wouldn't have, but i really want to go to that soccer game so i'm down um i have uh what i think is a hot pocket um, we'll tell you i'm sensitive to talk about this because it was still kind of recent but this won't air for a while so yeah. <laughs> um i think i've successfully avoided a write-up i had a little situation a few weeks ago where i had a disagreement with one of our managers after a communication breakdown and you know to be fair i did lose my temper in front of people it wasn't like in the office and that was what the core of the write-up yeah. was about which i didn't necessarily disagree with what I disagreed with was it didn't include all of the other relevant information that led up until that point, um, which I pointed out to them. We had some disagreements about some some times of when things happened, and I had to tell them the reality. Um, but basically, it, the meeting ended with, you know, okay, well, we will revise this, and we'll come back, you know, at another day when the next time you work. And it's been over a week since then. Nobody said anything, and everything seems to be fine. Um, so I think I've successfully avoided it. Um, You're also sitting next to a supervisor, so he'll be sure to remind them of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next time I you come in, Brett's going to let them know. They don't, they don't tell me about any discipline. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that they would. But regardless, even if it does end up coming back, if it's worded correctly, I don't have it's a problem with that. Right. Because I do. I even apologize to her. I, do, I did lose my temper. I do have a temper. It's something I have to work on. And I understand the zero tolerance for ex- like l- talking to a manager or somebody higher up than you in that way in front of other people. Yeah. yeah. Like th- and like it in the office, you're expressing yourself. You get excited. That's one thing. But to do it in front of to disrespect somebody in front of other people, I get that. I agree. That shouldn't be okay. So whatever, we'll see whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, but I, mean, I think for now, I'm calling it a hot box. Well, it's been nice working with you, man. I mean, we've had a good <laughs> run. You're definitely. I mean, you said it, but that to be my main advice to anyone in that situation if you have a problem with a someone higher up than you always 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 say hey can i talk to you in private yes always do yeah. that because you can yes. be a lot more honest they can be more honest you know if you're working with good people that are decent enough to like have those communication like they won't hold it against you if you say something but it's when you undermine them in front of people that, that they're like, they have Whoa. to yeah i mean like that that they then have to be like, well, okay, now I have to give you a write-up or I have to threaten yeah. to give you a write-up because yep. every, or else this is going to be my life for the next yeah. or whatever. Agreed. Learn from right. my mistakes. But it sounds, like, it sounds like even without the write-up, you've already taken a lot from it and we're trying to do Yeah, it. well, I mean, even before the write-up or the meeting thing with them happened, you know, when that manager came in the next time, I made a point to come up to them and apologize and say, yeah. I'm sorry I lost my temper. You know, there were some extenuating circumstances. It, it, at the end of the day, it was just a failure of f- to communication. So, like, it wasn't really anybody's fault. She didn't deserve for me to speak to her that way. Um, but also, 
that whole situation was not that that you know and i hate to play be the victim but that happened to me i'm not responsible for the schedule i'm not i tried to tell them what was happening and they still were unable to say okay this is what we're going to do so at the end of the day in my opinion it falls on them yeah. outside of me losing my temper but anyways that's my hot pocket anybody else no i have a cold pocket uh it doesn't have to do with your car <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not my car. Okay, uh, that was gonna be my cold pocket, but it doesn't relate to restaurants at all. Um, but uh, my cold pocket is when I was the closing server. I closed last week. Uh, no big deal. MBD. <laughs> it's just me. This is just me in a nutshell. Um, but uh, I had this table. It was a Canadian family, and I've had one Canadian family before. They were great. They were awesome. I like comp one of their beers because they were visiting. Loved them. It was. I felt like a part of the family. This Canadian family <laughs> was the worst. I go up to them. It's like five of them. And she talks about how she called to make sure that she could bring her own bottle of wine. And uh, so I need we to go. let her? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's called a yeah. corkage fee, you fuck. Cor- a $15 yeah. I didn't know we still fee. did that. Yeah. 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 I think it's even free. I know it's called a corkage fee, you fuck. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I go get that done. I ask the gentleman what he'd like to drink. He gets a few samples. He's like, I want to try like a stout, like an ale and something else. I go ring those in and then I come back uh, with like waters and she's like, and also like my boys and my daughter are like so hungry. Like they're about to like eat themselves, like kind of thing. Like, can we just put their burgers in now? I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'll put these in. She's like, oh, and we just want like fries. And I'm like, cool. So I got fries for them. I leave. I go to my other tables. I'm the closing section. So I have a bunch of tables. I haven't gotten back to these beers yet. It's probably been a minute that they've been sitting up there. And the guy comes up to the bartender. I think you may have been bartending. Um, uh, it was definitely not there Wednesday night. It was Christopher. I believe Christopher. It, it was, was Chris. It Wednesday 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 yes, that's Wednesday right. Night. Okay. Well, Chris is like telling him about these beers that I just told the guy about. And I'm like, they're literally right there. I'm about to bring them over to you. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then he expects me to bring them to him at the bar. Like I walk <laughs> away and I'm like, why? Okay, whatever. There you go, man. I go to my other tables. The burgers come out. Then she says that the kids want more fries. And I'm like, do you two want to order anything else? And she's like, oh, we're just going to hang out for a little bit, and then we'll order something. About two hours later, they finally order <laughs> oh food. God, <laughs> no. Two hours yeah, later. two hours later. <laughs> so this is me, and I'm, like, constantly checking in with them because she just has, like, these crazy eyes that, like, mm. nothing is going right. Yeah. And she's like, can my sons get more fries? Can I get two sides of mayo? We really like mayo. Stupid I joke about Canadian. that. Yeah, I didn't know that Canadians yeah, love mayo this much. French. I give them eight sides of mayo. Are they Quebecois? Do we know? No, they were uh, not. They were not. Okay. I know who he's talking about. Right, right, they were not. Okay, cool. You were there? Because I took the call about the You clear, You oh, don't okay, remember yeah. anyone that was working with you on the shift? <laughs> 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 Look, he was so excited to I close. Was so excited. I was, I was, I was the manager, remember? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, so they... <laughs> pretty, yes, the because then because then at the very end, they asked you about the surcharge for like yes, 15, did. 20 minutes. Yes, they did. Um, they had a lot of questions about the Yeah, surcharge. and this whole time, you know it's going to be bad when the family's like, we're trying to not spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They like When they first asked me about the burgers, they're like, yeah. is like this the kid's worst burger you and your main burger, are they the same size? Like, I'm not just going to pay more for the big burger if it's the same as the kid's burger. And I was like, no, there's a reason why it's the kid's burger. I don't know how you do it in Canada. But here, our kids' What's burger. What's the point of this story? The Wrap point it is, up. at the very end, they leave. They tip me six on a hundred, and I was like, six on a hundred, bro. I see your six on a hundred. I raise you two on ninety nine. But was Monday it? What was the table? But was super it? Needy? Was it? Yeah. Was it? Three Let's and just half say hours? they were Raider fans. Oh. And I'll leave I it like at that Raiders for all of our note. listeners. I'll raise you someone getting up and walking out on their bill because I wouldn't serve them a beer after closing time. 
Oh, that's pretty horrendous. <laughs> I uh, well, we call. talked about I you fold. as a supervisor today, so. <laughs> I fold. Yeah, that was my call pocket. It was just like, because I was so busy with all these other tables, and then there's this one table that's just constantly nagging yeah. for like three and a half, four hours. Should've like my whole shit. Mayo. And, and it wasn't even worth it. Oh, I got so much mayo. I even enough, apparently. Yeah, I know. Seriously. When they asked about the burgers, you should have. Yeah, but that's, the, that's, that's for like me. The that's when I I flip the switch. Give them bad service. Like, All yeah. right, I'll give you mayo when I I'll take that I'll take that gamble. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that risk. Yeah. Yeah, but it sucks how you just have to. You can't. I mean, you you, you have to keep. Yeah, you, you gotta yeah. keep checking. I mean, I'm not saying you can stop. You can pri- prioritize but other people. But yeah, exactly. But I did there for two hours. But yeah, it's like yeah. you gotta check yeah. in with them a good yeah. amount of time in that time. Anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that we have something in the mail today. We're gonna grab. The mail from the mailbox. Yeah, I can go check it. Um, oh. We're going to, I'm just, you know, actually I've got it right here already. I, oh, you got yeah, it? I grabbed oh. it earlier. Damn. Thank yeah, God. I was to the digital time. age, Kyle. <laughs> so hey, the mail we, says. Uh, are you sure you got bro, all Bro, our mailbox has been automated, bro. Hey, guys. <laughs> Damn it. Love the show. I have a silly question, but I just wanted to know what is the grossest thing you guys have ever dealt with in the kitchen or while on the floor? This is a question from Nastyfied in North Hollywood. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great screen name. Shout out, uh, Shout out to Nastyfied. What you guys got? You got anything good? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is a couple different throw-up stories. Yeah. Though there was one oh, where good. there was a guy who he had been to the bar for a long time, and, like hanging out with like a coworker, um, and then he was like, "I'll be right back," and like casually walked towards the back of the restaurant. And as he was walking, and he looked fine. Like, he wasn't like, oh, I'll be right back. Like, he looked sick. He was just like, I'll be right back. Like, let me go to the bathroom. Walk in the bathroom, and he <laughs> turns the corner. And then all of a sudden, as he's walking, he just starts throwing up as <laughs> oh, he's walking. No. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you okay? And he just, like, played it off, cool as a cucumber, <laughs> went to the bathroom, came back out, was like, I'm so sorry. And, like, he seemed, like, really sorry. But I was just still so thrown <laughs> from how, like, nonchalantly he was <laughs> walking <laughs> and throwing up. Was he like, drunk? No. It was the strangest thing, but I think I think even grosser than that, like the gross story that really comes to mind was I had like a normal like four top parents, two kids, everything was fine. They had food, they were drinking like normal, whatever, probably like a Saturday night dinner, right? They were really nice. They tipped me very well, but as they're leaving, they're like getting up. I was like, "Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for coming in again." They go, "Yeah, thank you so much." Oh, by the way, (laughs) the mom comes up. She goes, "Just so you know, um, like thirty minutes ago, like my son threw up." on the uh, bench we covered it with a napkin but i just want to let you know and then they left <laughs> and i'm like see ya so there's now just throw up on this like booth bench, but it's covered it's covered covered, right in a, covered in a napkin that's been there for a half hour it's I'm a like, hazmat what napkin. the fuck were you people every time i came over it's like everything okay they're like yeah everything's great like you had puke next to your fucking kid it was I really like gross they sat and ate next yeah to that's vomit. what i'm saying they put a that, napkin over it it was disgusting but I didn't have to clean it up, so All right. shout out to the busters. Well, <laughs> you should not have gone first. <laughs> yeah. I was Anybody gonna, else got to say? I like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when I'd be running the expo line, if I like, I dropped a pickle, uh, then I'd keep going because I'd be busy, and then I'd accidentally step on it, and there's something about just a smushed <laughs> pickle <laughs> that I'd pick it up at the end of the night, and I'd be like, this is like, Yeah, what you is definitely should have gone first. <laughs> yeah, right. Sam, what you got? Uh, mine's not like super super gross but it's kind of funny it was like uh i remember it was probably i i had been it was like right after i got hired i'd been hosting for less than a month like two weeks maybe and uh hosts have to do bathroom checks at our place Mm -hmm. uh so i go in the restroom and there's vomit in the urinal 
because nice. someone, uh, I'm like, you know, that whole thing. And we have waterless urinals too, so it doesn't really <laughs> flush away. Um, and I go tell the manager, and he kind of gives me a look of like, yeah, what are you gonna do about it? And I was just like, oh no, 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna clean that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make enough money. <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> yeah. So the manager, our GM, went in and had to clean vomit. I mean, that's another thing about managers that you know sometimes they don't give credit because like they gotta do, they gotta do that shit. And I was like, I was literally just like, oh no, 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna touch vomit that Ooh, wasn't me, in the in, that wasn't no. in the host the, you know like the host uh, so i would just manual. vomit more i would just uh, more i actually vomit. i think vomit's really funny that's my i, I don't like I don't. scatological humor i don't like farts i don't like poops but i think vomiting is hilarious <laughs> well mine doesn't involve vomit but the first thing that came to my mind um i was on like a really busy shift i was expoing and it was like a really busy Friday night. We were slammed. Think everything's on like 20, 30 minutes. The kitchen is being a complete dick. And I, I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I went into my manager's office and I just started fucking giving it to him. I was yelling at him. He's like, you know what? To him? Yeah. Just yelling, yelling, yelling. Yeah, railing. Spit. Yep. You got a write-up for it, though. I didn't. I, I actually didn't get a write-up, but no, what did happen was he, sa- he, he said, all right, fine. Well, why don't you just go home and cool off? And I was like, right now, uh, at like... Seven o'clock on a Friday night in the middle of our rush. You want me to leave? He's like, "Yeah, I'll watch the live." I went, "Okay, cool." I went, clocked out, uh, stood by the computers to like collect my tips and get my tip outs. Be like, "Hey guys, I'm Still leaving. Check your sales." <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, of yeah. course, I was already there for you know two and a half hours or whatever. Check your sales. Tip me out. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. So I'm standing by the computer and the way it's set up, you there's there's like the main computers and then there's like a window and you can see like the main line. And I'm, I see my manager come out, and he, like, looks and sees all the red tickets that are glaring because everything's on delay, and the line is full of food. He's like, oh, shit. And he starts, like, trying to throw things together. And he ends up, like, dropping a burger where, like, the burger patty falls on the floor. Oh. He picked it up and put it back oh, on no. and sent it out. No. no. Dude, there was a girl that got fired for that. Yeah. A girl yeah. at my house. Like, she was awesome, but she, yeah. tried to, she did that same did exact same thing. thing in the morning. And what in the one and of the cooks ratted a, her out. And she she was, was a long time. Yeah, server. one of the cooks she ratted her out, and she was gone. She, if she's listening, she knows who she is. We still love we you, girl. We still love you. <laughs> Shout out. That you. was nuts. I that was that was, that was one crazy. of the most unbelievable. I was like, everything is a lie. If you're yeah. doing that, like what? <laughs> what is? Yeah, that's like that's, that's the one insane. thing I have to say. That's why I don't really have that many stories. As much as like you know, you see waiting, and the joke is like kitchen like spitting on stuff. My kitchen has always had integrity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like oh, totally. Because yeah, people drop things, but then you start something new. Like you don't. Yeah. You don't. Uh, that was. So most people have like, pride in their jobs too, and yeah. they don't. They're exactly. They aren't gonna do something like. That. Yeah. So that's, that's fucking wild. Have you ever picked that's up mine. anything gross, Brett? Uh yeah. Um. So my one of my first solo shifts as a manager, uh, I get word that there is a. One of the toilets is overflowing in the men's restroom, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" So I grab the the literally. no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was it was during uh, during one our busy busy month during Halloween, um, and so I'm like, "It's it's slamming," and I'm I'm losing my mind because I'm like the only person there, and I'm like, "This is one of the first times I've ever run a shift," um, and so I'm like, "Fuck!" So I grab the plunger, and I'm like, "Okay, just maybe it's like." I don't know, just some balled up toilet paper or something like that. But I walk in and there's a puddle of shit and piss <laughs> oh and, no. and whatever. I don't no. know. It was coming. It wasn't shit, coming out of the shit, toilet. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> Period blood. 
Jesus. Just, it was coming out of the floor drain. It wasn't coming out of the toilet. Oh, God. So it, was right. it, was, it was the toilet was clogged and it was backing up through the sewage system. Oh. So I had to shut down the restaurant, or shut down, not the restaurant, shut down the bathroom. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, in the middle of a dinner service, um, and we had to tell people to like walk across the this. street. Yeah. yeah, that didn't get uh, fixed for like, like a couple. Like a that didn't get fixed yeah, for a while, yeah. but yeah. But so this, so then I'm I get our our shop back, and I'm I'm literally I've got gloves, and I'm like trying. I tied right. a I tied a right. handkerchief around my, <laughs> my nose. I don't think we need to get hey, to the, 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 the listener man. wanted to yeah. know. Okay, you know you got whole you got to hear the whole story. Yeah. So then I get someone comes in the bathroom while I'm vacuuming this up. They're like, hey, so the shop below us. Um, says that there's uh, sewage water dripping through their ceiling, and I'm like, <gasps> no. And it's like this little like cutesy uh, little shop, uh, soap shop where they have like little um, soaps like shaped like ice cream and stuff like that, and they have bath bombs and shit like that. So it's all like white and pristine in there. Uh, so I go downstairs, and I meet the uh, the manager there, and like there's a, I would say, no. <laughs> like basketball sized bubble just forming. Like it was no it, the the paint way. was laminating and it was filling up, in the, but the paint hadn't burst yet. And it was dripping like on their merchandise and everything. And they're like, what are we going to do about this? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, I, I've already called the plumber. I've called. Um, I don't know what to do about this. Like move anything you can away and just put a bucket or something underneath it. So then like a uh, half hour poop later, that's falling from the, the, the poop, for the poop <laughs> raining down from the ceiling. Don't poke it. Don't poke it. <laughs> don't let it. Burst. Well, then 30 minutes later, they call me. And they're like, yeah, the poop bubble exploded. No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go home to like 3 a.m. that night, um, just oh, vacuuming them up shitty water and dealing with the plumber and everything like that. And yeah, that was that was a whole ordeal that lasted like a whole month. Jesus. Um, yeah, this is why you don't have 25 year old plumbing on a second story uh, restaurant, right? <laughs> I I just like to wow. say that it this was one case. of our most intellectual. Uh, podcast. We went and everywhere. Then this mailbox. <laughs> future this mailbox. We're just gone. Poop, vomit, <laughs> throw up. <laughs> no filter, bro. Everything. No filter. Bro. That's what Everything. it means. All right, we're we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so uh, one, we're yeah, gonna like do it. our cardinal sin uh, slash Nokia wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> said it. Because it's like pearl, but you can eat it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) If you have anything to our non-industry or industry listeners um, that you think that they should, like, take away from this episode, or if you think, like, there's something really important that we missed, this is is their time to do that. What's their one takeaway? What should they take away? Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you don't have, like, we'll try to figure it out. We're all staring at you. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a lot of pressure here. Um, I would say, I don't know. I mean, there's always the... The things that you can bitch about, of uh, you know, like people not tipping or uh, modifications or whatever, like that's all petty shit. Really, what it boils down to me with me is like patience, understanding, and respect. Like I'm a server, not a servant. Yeah. Like mm, preach, boy. <laughs> you know, and if I if I feel respected from someone else, I'm definitely gonna gonna you know respect you know treat you know be into others like you want to be treated, stuff yeah. like that. Like I'll be much more willing. Um, to you know comp a beer or buy you a beer or something like that if you're like being really nice about like hey you know like i didn't really like my burger or whatever but if you're like this burger is horrible fuck you like you need to you need to take care of this like yeah. i don't want to pay for this blah 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 and just like well, you're saying in you my face you want people to treat you like a human being to treat me like a yeah. human being yeah you're not like just i'm, I'm doing a job and like if yeah. if i'm busy you know and i'm not around you know because like take take a look around like look past just your table and right. see like if Everybody, like all the workers are running around and the, if the restaurant is completely sat, if every table sat, you know, it might not be that your server is 
a hates dick you. and yeah. hates you. Don't and take it personal. Yeah. Something might have come up, you know, like there's times where I'm like, I have to go change a keg and it takes five minutes because the keg room has it's all the way Ugh. in the back corner where you have to pull three kegs off, you know, something like that. And it's like, you know, I might not be there for five minutes and maybe your beer class is empty for like two minutes. Like, just chill. So patience. <laughs> Patience, understanding, understanding res- and respect. Yeah, respect. Purr, purr, purr. purr. <laughs> make, yeah. make just that. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm nope. not going to. No, All right. Uh, <laughs> you know Rob. what? This was a great episode, Brett. Excellent Brad. podcast. Yeah. Good yes. job, Brett. Thanks right. for having me, guys. Yeah. This, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. This is great. This You're going to really have to come fun. back. It was Before really we go, I realize we, we did miss one thing when we introduced him. So shout, extra shout out to Brett. Brett is the creator of our logo. He's our designer yeah. for the Excellent 86 podcast designer. logo. So on Instagram, Twitter, anything where you see the 86 logo, that is our your boy. Brett, yeah. a chicarello, a chicarello. You gotta get the inflection in. Yeah, a I try. I try. Um, and I'm Botello, so I don't know. Uh, is there anywhere that people can kind of like see the art and stuff that you're working on? Uh, we want to give you a chance to kind of like plug your shit. Is there anything you wanna you wanna share? Um, nothing for myself actually, but uh, I have a friend who is uh, going to South by Southwest this weekend, and her, um. Her series is has a chance of being picked up uh, for a pilot, and you can follow it at Baby Love Series. Um, so definitely, just like uh, give that a look and. See I've definitely seen the trailers of that, and it looks super funny. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's so. at well, Baby Love. At make sure, make sure you at Baby Love. I thought it was at Baby Love. Series. And make sure they keep it online. Uh, you know, for another like two months. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it will, it will, yeah. This no. is, it's not going to air right away. It definitely, it definitely it'll will still be, be around. It'll still be around. Sure. You can still yeah. show your because you're you're going to be going to South by Southwest. This I weekend. am. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be going there to see that and fudge, uh, yeah. just like check out all the shit fudge, they got down there. Did you just filter this podcast? No, I said it's fudge. Yeah, because it's a oh. restaurant podcast. Oh, oh, maybe he likes oh. fudge. No, or maybe I hate fudge. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you very much to all of our listeners again. We. I mean, we don't really do this for you. We would do it either way, but <laughs> you guys are very important, no, and you guys we care about you guys. And you keep uh, us going. Yeah. So again, please subscribe, follow, like, share with your friends. Uh, follow us on social media so you can stay updated. Uh, we're gonna have some bonus episodes and some specials coming out. Uh, we also have a very special surprise guest who's gonna be filling in while our our boy so our, our, our is gonna be on his road trip. Surprise host. Also. Can we uh, give a round of applause, a preemptive round of applause to our friend as he leaves on his manhood yeah, journey? Get out of here. My manhood journey. He's going to yeah. come back. I'm finally going to become a man. He's going to come back. You're not a girl. Then we're going to have a bar mitzvah. shaven with like a suit, and he's like, guys, I'm going into banking. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> I'm going to be know, like, say, guys, I'm going to be the manager of our restaurant. My life is my life has yeah. changed. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you make you it up kidnapped to Alaska by aliens. and are living in a bus, just don't eat any berries. Don't eat any berries. Don't go rock climbing too. Do you okay. know how to change a tire? I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could teach you. <laughs> 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 you can, check your spark uh, yeah, I, for you. can you check my spark plugs after? I know this guy in downtown LA. On 7th right, Street. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say uh, to Anchor for sponsoring that us. That is exactly what yeah. I was saying. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Anchor is great for podcasts, for hosting, and for making podcasts. Make sure you check uh, that website out. You can find all of our stuff there as well as a bunch of other great shows. Uh, yeah, but we're going to wrap it up and get out of here. My name is Mike Miller. Uh, my name is Sam Weiner. My name is Kyle Metz. Daniel Botello. Uh, all right. Thank you very much, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Take your server. Clocking out now.